Although I did suggest that Shano dust off the red red wine. <laughs> and I'm leaving audio gaps there in case yeah. in case Shano wants I to it. just <laughs> liberally strew it through. Just put it in like ten times in a row and then just we'll be that's good. <laughs> oh, man, if we could just drop the entire song in here <laughs> yeah, without getting sued, us... that would be amazing. But Well, we'll just we'll put in for it and see if we can get it okayed so we can use it for the song of the show for him. <laughs> <laughs> This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, Episode 76, Gibbering Our Way to the Gemstone. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash sspbook. That's bit.ly slash sspbook. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Strap in, folks. This is going to be fun. Nevik. Coming to you from a half-empty bottle of white wine. Antonio. I found a nice little trifecta last night in uh, Hardcore that I'm hoping makes me loaded. Dreja. Oh, wait. Wait a minute. What happened? Like, you lose five seconds of your life. You wake up. Chill. It gives you 38.2 yummies per second, with 13 to 38 yummies and 150 nom nom noms per second. Coming to you from the dark recesses of the proverbial Dawn Forge pouch, this is episode 76 of the Shattered Soulstone. Your Diablo community podcast. It is Friday, February 20th, and I am your host, and... I have no Kojoes, but that's okay, because I have a fourth musketeer, Lantonio, with me. How are you? Dun-dun-dun-dun! I'm back! I'm good! I'm great! I'm playing Diablo. I'm excited. Yeah! I can't wait to talk Season tonight. Season 2? Yeah. Season 2? I, I, haven't, I haven't given up on her song, but I, I, I'm definitely back to Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, before we um, actually segue into the meat of the show i did want to mention that brazia as he mentioned i don't know if it was on the show or if it was in our pre or post show um he was going to be on uh, on a business trip so he would not be able to make it for this show and jen oh the uh allergy index was so high that she's just it, it's not possible she is incapacitated it's like benadryl up so Send send positive energy her way. She needs it. Yep, I feel her pain. In the last episode, I was suffering pretty harshly with my bronchitis. Yeah. It was pretty nasty. I, I had every intention of being on the show, and when it got to it, I was having one of those coughing fits that you just can't stop. Mm-hmm. I ended up going to the hospital that night because I put a little tear in my throat. That's why I was having a nonstop coughing fit. Yeah, I, so, I, I, I remember yeah. being scared of that happening while we were in uh, L.A., or oh, Anaheim, yeah. Yeah. back back in 2013 for BlizzCon. Yeah. Well, I found out I have a, a acute bronchitis, so that kind of is why I get it all the time. So um, I pretty much have it nonstop. But you know, when it's affecting me, every time I get a cold, it pretty much turns into it. And in fact, I'm a dirty smoker. You know, I don't help, but I try to cut back when I'm sick, obviously. Yeah. So. Well, you could always, that, you could always try you could always try vaping, although that's not necessarily ne- nearly as safe as it was originally advertised but i actually do use it um i don't really care for it that much i haven't found i guess my my kind i guess yet but 
I don't know. I'm not like really heavy, heavy smoker, so it's not as oh, bad. But you know, I still enjoy it. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So we we've done you know we've done a two man show before, and uh, this time you 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 have me and Lantonio. And fortunately, we both have been playing a lot of Diablo. Well, I have a novel written in the show notes, so Lantonio, why don't you start us off with what you've well, been doing? Yeah, I don't have a novel, but I've definitely been doing a novel worth of stuff. So let's see. Let's just we'll try to make it as clear as possible so I don't get too messed up with what I've done so far. So let's just start with the easy stuff. Still been playing a bunch of Hearthstone just to get it out of the way. Basically, I've been doing my dailies. I've gotten a lot better. I've gotten down better ranks. I've been getting more legendaries. Blah, blah, blah. Unfortunately, I can no longer say I'm not a pay-to-play player because I've gotten some gift cards. I personally haven't put any of my money in yet. Um, I don't know if that still counts, but I got some gift cards for Christmas. And oh, it stuff. does. It, yeah. That, that doesn't count towards being a paid player. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I got, and honestly, I didn't really get anything that good from the cards anyway. It mostly was just stuff that I already had. But I got a ton of crafting mats, and I was able to craft, like, two legendaries. And, you know, I've, I got a few legendaries since then. But I was excited, and I got Dr. Boom the other night off of uh, a one-win arena run. So that was pretty cool. Um, but enough about that. Anyway, Season 2 started. That was yeah. pretty exciting. Yeah, it happened that uh, Blizzard decided to play a joke, and everyone put it on Valentine's Day. So that was took some cunning <laughs> to get away. I think that was a like Blizzard a be trolling. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I really think that was just a joke because I was thinking, you know, hey, honey, um... I'm going to play all day on Friday night and sleep most of Valentine's Day and then get up and play again. What? Yeah. <laughs> so I had to make some deals for that, but um, I happened to had it set in motion two weeks prior that on that Friday night I was going to play, and we were all ready to go, and boom, 8 o'clock hit, and to my surprise, it was ready to go. Yeah, you know, it was me, smooth. I always, yeah, I always thought that you know it would be like a half hour delay, hard line queues, blah blah blah. But no, everything went smooth. So I uh, we did like an uninformal um, dead and waiting night to do as a part of the uh, opening show. And if anyone's interested in watching that or listening, you can go to my Twitch. Um, I'll also put it on YouTube. But it is like I said, uninformal, not really associated with us. You know, there's some vulgar language. We're all playing, having fun, <laughs> blah blah blah. But just a vulgar warning: it's not that... not exactly family friendly but it's yeah. just you know it's gaming so we're all saints here yeah. right right exactly and it's not edited or nothing it just kind of starts and it just kind of stops eventually but be my guest you can check out uh, pretty much the entire track from zero to 70 that being said i started a group we uh started with me jc monkey jamie and then we also with uh sagas uh, which yeah. that's one of the first times i really had a good chance to play with him it was really fun to play with Although uh, him and Jamie are definitely a lot more bigger power runners than me, they you know I'm, they're a lot faster. I do a lot of stuff a little more of a clearer and towny guy and stuff. So I got a little bit behind right off the bat, a couple levels, not too much though. Um, Ian was also with us. Uh, he started out with us, and unfortunately he lost the character around I think 20 or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we had another person in line that was our uh, Kojoy Jen, yep. and she Jen hopped on in. with us. Yeah, she was there, and it was pretty cool. So she hopped in and got started with us, and I think made it up to about 10 or 15, maybe even higher, 
uh, before she had to go, but I don't think she died, so that was good. Hopefully she's still going. And then, you know, we did the trek. We we started playing, and we did the Halls of Agony level 2 to try to get going. We At first, we were all like, oh, we're going to get to 70 in four hours, and uh, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But then we had a death, and then, you know, starting someone else, and the whole experience differentials with levels slowed us down a little bit, but it was still a really, really good time. Make a long story short, made it to 70 in the first night. Uh, I shouldn't say the first night, but by the I think I got there by six or seven a.m. the next day. So within uh, definitely within twenty four hours. Oh yeah, I don't even think I have twenty four hours worth of game time yet. I mean, I'd have to check, but uh, yeah, I got there. Um, like if I was say about seven a.m., I think Sega's got there by three a.m. Jamie got there about five, and then like I said, I was a couple levels behind, so I finished it off on my own. Um, not a really exciting trek up to 70. Nothing, no, I mean, we had one close call that I'll tell you about, but, uh, not really any legendary drops for me. I got, like, one chest armor, happened to have dexterity on it, so I gave it to Sagus, which was playing a monk. Um, Jamie and I were both doing witch doctors, of course. But, uh, I'm trying to think, yeah, um, one time, I think it was, like, level 23 or so, me and Jamie, we got stuck by those hammer guys, and they were surrounding us, right? And they literally hit me into uh, flashing life. And I was like, you know, it was going to stink if I died at 23, 4, 5, whatever I was. But it's right when they were about to hit, and I mean the second they were going to hit the ground and kill Jamie and I both, Sagus killed one and it leveled us up. So <laughs> we instantly like bursted and then when they hit the hammer, instead of dying, we got flung away. So we survived. So that was the only really close call, but it was, it was pretty exciting how like it was just perfect timing. You know, so Sega's basically saved us, but the timing was impeccable. Man, um, he's going to have such a big head after this show. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he's a pretty pretty calm, collectible guy. So, But yeah, then we uh, just kept on pushing it, pushing it, and we did it through on hard all the way up, all the way there. Uh, by the time I got to 70, it was, uh, like I said, around 7 a.m., and I was so, so tired. But... I was, you know, addicted. I didn't want to stop. And I thought, I'm going to get a little bit of a head start because then I'll go to sleep and everyone will get up. And by the time I get up, maybe we'll be about even again. So I got to, like, Paragon 15 and went to bed. And by then I was already doing, um, I think it was up to Master. I found a few items right away. Used Kadala with some blood shards. You know, I'm not, wasn't doing Torment yet or anything. But went to bed, got back up. And by the time I got back up, my whole group was at, like, Paragon 50 and Torment 2 and some of them Torment 5 I'm like whoa yeah one day wow (laughs) but uh yeah so I'm running a a witch doctor I've been basically kind of doing a mix between a a jade harvester slash pets build type of thing so far it's kind of leaning more towards the pets build because I really like using pets I did actually end up getting my my first run in master I got a goblin vault so that was really awesome and it was the first one I'd ever gotten because I never got one in the other seasons even though I, I searched tons of areas for finding one but never did and it was pretty cool I made like 10 million so I got like gold I didn't really get I got the boon of the hoarder you know and I didn't get anything else really that cool from it but it was a fun experience well the very next level I had uh, went into torment because some item I'd gotten finally pushed me up just enough to, to gasp and try doing Torment, which I ended up being okay on. Uh, but I was going to Skeleton King, and I just happened, right before I was going to click on Skeleton King's door, I heard one of those, <laughs> you know? So I we went back by where Lockdown's uh, little letters are, and there was a, a goblin there. 
And this was the second goblin since the vault that I had seen, or the first goblin since the vault that I had seen. And bam, back-to-back -back vaults. And I was really happy. Wow. You know? Yeah, and that's, you know, two in a row. And I haven't found one since, just, you know. But uh, two in a row. On the second vault, I did get um, about 25 million gold. So, you know, I got my gold right off the bat. It helped me with getting some gems, you know, pushed me up a little bit. But I also got something very awesome that was half the reason I was even playing a Witch Doctor this season. I got a Wormwood right off the bat. My first level 70 legendary was a Wormwood. And I can tell you, I'm still using it. I love that weapon. It's awesome. It's not an ancient. It definitely has room for improvement. But I got the 25% uh, poison skill damage, um, 1,050 intelligence, and then I rolled a socket. So I got the uh, 130 uh, crit damage gem in there. Which mm -hmm. I just finally got up to that. So I, I'm rocking it pretty good. I got, uh, let's see, I think my DPS, if I remember right, is around 510,000. I got about, and this is all pre buff. Um, I got about 13, 14 mil toughness. And I think my recovery is about a million. So, you know, I'm doing pretty good. I'm at basically just running uh, at the top of my game just by T3, but I'm a little squishy in T3. But T2 is just. Spanking T2. I really, I mean, I, I've DC'd a couple times without dying when I had lasers all around me. So I got enough toughness that I can oh, handle that, you know. That's scary. I, I had a I had a Comcast-related DC. And Ooh. and I was like, I was, that I, I didn't scared. include this in my show notes. <laughs> but I, yeah, I was like, if my wizard's dead, so help me, I'm going monk. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I definitely freaked out when I did DC because I thought for sure. But um, I was told that he was still there, and when I came back, he was still there. So I was pretty happy about that. I actually got this new belt, and I've never had this belt before, but at least not with this when it had this aff new legendary affix. But I got the new gold wrap. Oh, and, okay, yeah. Yeah, and when you pick up uh, gold, you get armor for five seconds equal to that amount. Right. Mm -hmm. So this is kind of an RNG toughness, but I'm pretty much with the Boon of the Order, averaging almost nonstop, almost, like 200 million toughness. So <laughs> I pretty much ain't getting stopped. Right. Now, the only thing is that still makes you squishy in the higher difficulties. Now, I did go as far as T5 once, but when I have gold and I wasn't getting touched because it drops like crazy... But on T5, I don't really have a DPS yet where I'm killing fast enough so that the gold keeps dropping and everything. So it's really spooky. So I got right out of there. And then I did uh, T3. Now I'm pretty much doing T3 easily. You know, not I can still die, but, you know, for the most part, if I want to just go nuts and not worry, I play T2. But, uh, yeah, I got a, a good set of gear. I'm um, fully legendaryed out right now. Uh, just to go through it quick, I got the Quezal, um Quetzal. Quetzalcoatl helm. Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. I've never seen that helm before, and it's got uh, the half duration for haunt and uh, um, locust swarm. So your damage instead of like over eight seconds, it's on locust swarm. It's over four seconds. So that really, really helps the DPS. Yeah, that, that's a big boost. Yeah, um, I did find Jade Harvester's uh, chest armor, which was pretty cool because I didn't. I was the last thing I needed for all legendaries. Um, on the shoulders and the bracers, I'm running all guilds for the two set bonus or three set bonus because I do have a ring of royal grandeur, uh, which I got from a T1 catch after only doing it three times. And I tell you, it rolled pretty awesome for me because I got attack speed, let's see, attack speed, intelligence, 
open socket and then like resource regen or something like that but I re I rolled that to 5.5 crit chance so that was pretty cool um, on the other hand I got the, I've had a bunch of different rings but um, this isn't like an end game ring by any chance or anything like that but I did get band of hollow whispers which is pretty cool because it haunts enemies mm-hmm. um, but it doesn't really matter because I use the, the poison haunt so I'm kind of like devil haunting sometimes and it just, just cancels itself out but for the ones I miss you know it's cool I did get a Tasker and Theo glove, so that was pretty exciting, and that turned out pretty good. I had attack speed, 10% crit chance, and then it and Vit, um, so that was good. Uh, and then for the boots and the pants, I'm using Blackthorns to get those set bonuses for now. And I got uh, Rakoff's Glass of Life for the amulet, which is pretty cool because with how I'm building, it gets mo- it gets three chance percent chance more health globe, which feels like a thousand percent chance more health globes because <laughs> um, I'm using I've, for the most part when I'm not doing what I'm doing right now I have uh, I forget what the passive like bloody feast where you get health globes add your intelligence up mm-hmm. um, so that's pretty awesome and I'm doing pretty good when I'm fully buffed I'm well over a million DPS and like 20 million toughness um, that's without the gold buffs but yeah, I mean, it's going pretty good. I'm at Paragon 78 right now, which is a lot higher than I expected to be in Hardcore, by the way. Uh, I think we're all playing Hardcore pretty much, So, but anyone didn't know. So, right. yeah, it's it's pretty exciting. Pretty much what I've done, you know, for the Ulfa, I, I, have, I did go and get all my legendary gems. I haven't really done any gem upgrading yet. Um, I'm using the Enforcer and the Boon the Hoarder right now, but... Um, when it comes to upgrading, I'll start. I'm gonna start doing more rifts now and getting those upgraded because I have tons of uh, keystones and stuff like that. But I decided just to change it up because I was kind of bored the other night and I had some leg issues too. So I wanted to because my internet was going down. My actual internet with our weather had issues, but it did get fixed. I decided to uh, farm all the parts for the whimsy sh- or the staff of hurting for right. whimsy, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Everything went really smooth. I got all the parts like within three games, except for the gibbering gemstone. Now, last night, after I did my dailies on Hearthstone, which I ended up having taken forever, I got on and did uh, started gibbering gemstone, looking for the Chiltara and everything at like 3 a.m. Put it this way: at 7 a.m., I had made by 7 a.m. I had made t- like 20 million gold, about 10 Paragon levels, found like seven legendaries. No gibbering gemstone. And I mean, I killed Chiltara like 500 times. I still haven't found it. Uh, which really is disappointing because Jamie went with me for a while because he wanted it too. And of course, he found it within like two hours, which even for him, that was a lot. So, but I tell you, this is ridiculously way too low of a drop chance for that thing. I mean, I'll go 10 games in a row. I don't even get Kevin's Frost. And then you go down when you finally do, and of course, then Chiltara isn't even there. And then when she is there, I get oh, something's somebody growling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, somebody with a very loud car <laughs> That's okay. Um, but then I get Chiltara, and they would never drop, and I just never ever, and I just kept going and going and going and going, and I'd be like, all right, finally, I had to give myself. It was like. 6.35 or 6.45 and I'm like that's it 15 minutes if it's not there I'm done because you know I'm just gonna end up wasting my time getting way too tired and then sleeping all day so didn't find it I gave up but what are you gonna do and then right before I get off just to change it I did a uh, full 
all the keys. Got the infernal machine and got like two or two or three keys because um, I want to get a Hellfire ring or an Ami because they seem pretty cool. I've never gotten the Hellfire amulet, mm-hmm. and I know Jamie just did it, uh, which I was gonna shout him out. He did T6 solo, uh, which is pretty cool. He's got it on his YouTube if you guys want to check it out. Solo the the Diablo to get. I think he did them all solo, but the one he has on YouTube is the Diablo one. So that was pretty cool watching him do that. He's got pretty close to the same build I do. Oh, I, I'm running an Enchantress by the way, and I did find the Enchantress focus that lets her stay alive the entire time or never mm-hmm. dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's really good, and it rolled really good with infit res and crit damage. Um, then she's got the Maximus, which I love watching the demon come out because it procs like all the time. Yeah. It actually seems like it's pretty tough now, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, it does a lot of damage. A lot of damage. Uh-huh. For a little bit, my Enchantress was stronger than me. It was a very short time, <laughs> but for a little while she had more DPS than I did, which was insane. And once she wasn't able to die, I was letting her kill as, you know, as a pet, <laughs> pretty much, so... <laughs> It was pretty awesome, but man, I mean, this has just been exciting. All I want to do is keep playing, keep going. Um, hopefully nothing happens. I'm really trying to be not too risky because I don't want to die, but I'm getting where, you know, the lower levels are just getting repetitive, so I'm going to want to do something, but I think I just need to get my gems ranked. I've never ranked a 25 gem, so I'm excited to do that. And she's been playing a lot with, with everybody. I've been on Mumble again. I've been talking yeah, a lot. Mumble's yeah. been off the hook recently. Yeah, it's been great. You guys are doing awesome. Maybe if we could throw some of that mumble love over to the forums, we could get them popping. Wouldn't mind doing that. I've been doing maintenance and everything, guys. It's all good to go, you know. I've actually kept up on them. But uh, I don't know. If, if you guys like forums and want to discuss making tourneys or anything like that, you know, good for me. So when it comes to softcore or any other classes, right now I'm not going to do anything softcore. I really don't feel the need to. Um, if one of my buddies starts playing softcore and has a 70, he can uh, bum rush me all the way there for fun, maybe. Uh, but if I do do another character, I'm definitely going to make an extra witch doctor so that I can, like, all my... Because I keep debating between, like, pets and Jay Harvester and this build and that build. And I kind of just want to be able to, like, slap my extra gear on the the other witch doctor. However, I actually, I never going to love it, but I thought about maybe even doing a wizard. Because really? um, I haven't done it in forever, and actually, I was watching your wizard. Kind of looks fun. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, you know, it just, I, you know, I haven't done it in forever, and that's honestly the, the last time I played wizards were back in, who knows, like way early vanilla. So I thought, you know, if I could do it that way, I'm doing an int build at least, you know, so that I don't have to be looking for strength gear or this gear when I'm doing running. Right. My witch doctor, you know, so that's that's really cool. But I don't know. It's been really, really awesome. I'm really glad to be back and I've been seeing you play a lot, I've been seeing everybody play a lot. It's fun. I I've put in some hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so I I take it that now it's time for me to go into my novella on what I've been up to. And uh, before but before I, you do anyway, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> before I get I into I the season out two mine. stuff, um, before season two started, that Thursday night before season two opened up, I made an appearance on Scythe and Shields. Um, it was like their seasonal roundtable and tavern talk. Right on. And man, there were a lot of people on that call. So 
I decided, well, you know, I have my own show. I, I don't need to, you know, steal steal their show. So I, I let pretty much everybody else talk and chimed in when I felt like trying to offer, you know, a different perspective or something. I, I think I think the phrase to play devil's advocate came out of my mouth at one point. Right on. <laughs> I think it was in regards to the blood shark cap. <laughs> But, oh yeah, uh, I definitely noticed that because I didn't really do much blood shard stuff last year. But now with these uh, goblins, man, I've been lo- when I get oh, them, yeah. it's like instant load up. And but to me, Kadal, I've been getting everyone. A lot of people complain about her, you know, trolling them and stuff. But man, I I went, I got like six legendary rings in a row from her. Um, I've gotten wow. tons of good gear from her, and like every single time I do it, I get at least I go to five hundred and I do it one thing, and I just go out i don't even even if i get a legendary just keep going blast it all the way through what the hey right Mm -hmm. and then i get something and i always get at least like one legendary it seems like so i like it but i just wish i could save up more you know it'd be nice because i feel like the more you do the more chance you get a good one you know of course so yeah just especially when it comes to gambling amulets it feels really not fun to only be able to do it five times right right so yeah, there, there's some there's some rumblings that maybe we'll see some kind of achievement-based increase for the blood shard cap. So we, you know, but then again, you know, we've been teased before on certain things, and you know, we're still waiting for that PVP. Man, now, that, do you think that the goblin, that the blood shard goblin, just to go a little bit off topic, but still kind of the same thing, is the rarest goblin, or is it supposed to be? Hmm. I think the, I, I would say he's right up there with the Malevolent Tormentor because the Malevolent Tormentor almost always drops a legendary when you kill him. Mm-hmm. So, okay. yeah, they're 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 about on par in terms of rarity. And yeah, maybe I haven't even seen that one, but I definitely have only gotten like three or four Blood Thieves. So, yeah. and I got a an entire Goblin Rift already. So. That's pretty pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, last night I encountered a goblin rift, and oh man, it was mass hysteria because there were goblins everywhere. Mm-hmm. And of course, they run off and they ran off into the fog of war, and of course, a- ended up aggroing two or three other packs. Yeah. Was... I know this isn't our news area, but sorry to cut you off. Oh no worries. I just saw that uh, there's some new goblins coming in the new patch update. Yep. And it sounds like there's going to be goblins that spawn goblins, yeah. kind of. I didn't really read it too carefully, but wow, that sounds crazy. Because going after, if if it's what I kind of pictured, like where one's going to be the good one and the other ones are just decoys, that's going to be crazy. Yep. It, it's fun. I, I Every time I get a goblin rift, it's, it's fun and yet stressful at the same time because you want to kill them all. <laughs> But they, oh yeah, and then you want to pick stuff up, but you gotta wait because otherwise you're gonna lose one, and everybody else is going crazy killing them and spawning, you know, yeah. blocking them and stuff. So, but yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, and then usually when you do manage to kill a majority of them, it takes you longer to pick everything up than it does to clear the rift. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that roundtable was a lot of fun. I ended up playing Heroes of the Storm during the entirety of that round table that that way i didn't feel as tempted to chime in every single question but <laughs> it, sure. it there was a lot of good discussion to have uh, like nine ball and leviathan were on there from west march workshop and it was great to have their insight and we kind of killed <laughs> their 
technical show. Like they were supposed to record after doing the roundtable, and then they during the roundtable, since it went over two hours, or oh, right wow. around right around two hours, they decided, ah, you know what, we'll just do a special West March workshop, and uh, they they pushed it to Friday night to coincide with the season launching. Mm-hmm. So I was there with everybody uh, for season two. I don't remember the highest clan total that I saw online, but for sure I know at one point there was at least 19 different people from the clan in and, and th- that's not to mention all, everybody else who's like in uh, like Diablo Ink Gamers Hardcore North and or, oh, for sure. or Blizz Pros and our friends of ours and yes it was speaking of that it was insane I wanted to, I, <laughs> yeah it was nuts I had like 48 people online and uh, I, I was really tempted I couldn't do it you know I just have too much love for us and our show but like I really, really thought about wanting to try to join uh, Hardcore Inc. because so many of the guys I'm playing with are in that, and they're mm-hmm. always like, "Oh, did you see this? Did you see that? Look at this!" And I'm like, "Can you link it? Click that to me. <laughs> Can you link that? That would be cool." <laughs> right. You know, but I just I can't leave. Yeah. Also, especially being a host. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah, I decided to go solo, and I set it to hard. And the main reason why I decided to go solo is because my wife, um, she's in the the final stretch of her master's program, and it involves a lot of uh, training hours. And by training, like actual, you know, providing um, uh, therapy sessions, you know, of varying types. So usually she's gone in the evenings. So being that I am then solely responsible for my two children i decided it would be in my best interest and for the interest of anybody that i might play with just to play all by myself that way if i had to you know pause the game i could and yeah for sure that's a lot of reasons why i I do it myself too i you know i like to play with the group to get leveled up and stuff but i I, the biggest thing i like to play solo for is i kind of take my time and i feel like everybody rushes which i don't that's great you know but when I fill up, I want to go to town. I want to look through the gear, especially when I'm mm-hmm. before I'm getting all legendaries. I want to see if those yellows are good. I don't have two seconds to get back. And that's half the reasons why everybody got to 70 before me and going to town. Um, by then, they're two levels ahead of me. Right. Or this or that. And they're like, come on, we're, we're carrying yeah. Antonio again. Yeah, and then they'd be nagging you. And you're like, right. And you're like, you know guys, what I kind of wish? Slow down. This would be a really good implementation. I think in private games you should have the option to make more customizable games where like okay let's allow the party leader to pause the game um, and if you when you join that game you accept those terms that way he can pause it you know but then maybe like everyone has to agree to unpause at the same time like you click accept like you do when you're going into a, a boss you know mm-hmm. or and if you hit cancel and every, like three out of four hit can- whatever that person gets sent to town immediately or something like that uh which something like that that's a little harsh because people would use that to cheat deaths and stuff but you know just somehow something like that where everyone could agree um if you go in hey warning this game is possible by the uh the party litter is allowed to pause this game if you join join at your own risk something like that yeah that that would be a cool feature to add although we're still waiting on appear offline for Battle.net. I mean, oh, I I, yeah. I don't really don't care about that anymore. But at one point, I kind of did. But mm-hmm. uh, 
Yeah, I Blizzard is so busy. Like their their tech team, their IT department, they have they've just got to be swamped with all these exploiters and and oh. I, I, I'm so sure this I'm is all a lot team. of stuff that I feel I'd be happy with way down the road just as a little extra nothing that I'm like oh do it now or I'm gonna quit right you know? yeah of course but yeah so I decided to go the solo route just in case if I did need to pause and I set it to hard and I don't remember how high I got on the first night um because I I ran out of steam and I I was, I was I, say actually when I saw you get off you were at level um, I believe 57 yeah 50 something for sure yep and uh, then the next day I got up to level 69 and only had two bubbles left and then I had to go take care of some stuff and then I came back I think later that evening in deemed 70 I decided this season to do the opposite of what I did last season in season one, I went solo and went through the campaign up until I got to Malthiel and then went into adventure mode. Yep, me too. This season, I decided, you know what? I'm just, I, I'm going to build up that resources of, you know, the Rift Keystones and just, it seemed like the more efficient way at, at leveling up. Oh, for sure, because I knew people that were going solo that were getting there just as fast as our group was. Yeah, and I, um... Yeah, so I went through adventure mode per- the entire way through and kept it at hard. And I hit the blood shard cap like just shy of dinging 70. I think I was like maybe 68 or something like that. And I quickly spent 75 blood shards because I think there was like 62 on the ground that I needed to pick up. Because I, mm-hmm. I kept getting those blood thieves. Well, they weren't as rare for me. <laughs> right. Um, so um, then I hit 70 and I went to Kadala. That was like one of my first things that I did and the very first legendary the way that I prioritized what slot I would roll for was based on the weakest item that I had which at the point right. at that point were my gloves so start clicking on gloves very first legendary firebirds gloves and I'm like sweet and I mouse nice. over it and they were ancient and I was like no Ooh, way I was like <laughs> alright cool and then I don't remember what I rolled on next but I got pretty much a legendary in like two other slots like right away mm-hmm. and I I think that put me somewhere around like 360k DPS and about 8 million toughness I was like that's that's good enough for torment oh easily and so yeah I went from hard to torment one and I did my first I, I think I did some bounties first just to make sure that I could do it because even though if you do act one bounties at a new difficulty level that doesn't necessarily mean that you can still survive in a rift because oh yeah rifts are completely different i yeah. mean when i went to master i did i did uh the bounties and the uh, the bounties were cake and the rifts almost killed me yeah. so i mean you're getting angels in there and everything else mm-hmm. yeah it's insane the exorcists the anarchs mm-hmm. and the exarchs and the winged assassins oh my goodness and then oh and the executioners <laughs> There's so many Act 5 mob types that are so nasty. But, uh, I kill. I, yeah, on my very first rift, I killed the Rift Guardian and out popped a Keystone of Trials. And I was like, yes! Yes, this is ideal. Because, mm-hmm. uh, in Torment 1, I don't remember what the drop rate It is pretty low. It scales up to 100% at T6. 
Yeah, I heard a couple people complaining about that, and honestly, I've got most of my Keystone Trials at T1, and they were just popping like crazy for me. I mean, I got like 10, 12 of them within a couple hours. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's definitely not terrible. Mm -hmm. But I ended up lucking out on my very first Rift Clear, and I got the Greater Rift uh, Trial, and went in there, you know, immediately teleported out, got my Greater Rift Key 1, and then just started to slow roll the Greater Rifts. That way I could get all my legendary gems. Yeah, that's Speaking how I which, got mine. I think like on uh, level 3 or 4, out popped a legendary gem, ident identified it, and it was a boon of the hoarder. I was like, nice. wait a second, I got mm -hmm. this off of a Greater Rift Guardian. Because I have still not found uh, Greed's Realm yet in mm -hmm. Season 2. But... I didn't need to worry about that because I had the Boon of the Hoarder. Now, I don't know if that is based, um, if the Boon of the Hoarder is essentially unlocked, account-bound, um, when you get your first Goblin Realm. May maybe some of our listeners who had no luck in Season 1 can tell us whether or not they got a Greater Rift and got the Boon of the Hoarder from a Greater Rift Guardian. You know, anecdotal. Maybe. We'll see. Mm -hmm. So... After I got that, I was like, sweet, gold's no longer an issue. <laughs> now is now it's time for gems. But uh yeah, I don't quite remember like my gear progression because I've geared up way faster than I did in season one. Oh, definitely. I um my monk my season one monk, my very first one, Juan, he died and he was like at eighty four hours and that was he was doing torment five. This is jumping ahead a little bit, but I'm already doing Torment 6, and I'm only like 54, 55 hours played. Yeah, I saw that that you were in Torment 6, and when I first saw it, I'm like, ooh, I hope you don't die. You know, he's getting risky right off the bat, <laughs> well, and I'm thinking, man, that I've, was quick. I've procced a couple times, but uh, yeah. um, right off the bat, I started, and I got three-piece Firebirds, like, within that first day of being torment viable and i was mm -hmm. like all right time to start the uh the bounty grind to get the ring royal ring of grandeur and i wasn't quite as lucky <laughs> with getting that i finally did get one and yeah. it wasn't ideal i would i re-rolled the main stat because it was like 419 intelligence i was like that's that's terrible and i ran out of of course, I think it was uh, Topaz, Imperial Topaz, that I would have to um, use to reroll. Uh, mm. Such is the plight of intelligence users. But um, I ended up getting his intelligence, or her intelligence. There are no male wizards. Oh, by the way, I named her Azula, which uh, you know fits with the fact that she's a fire mage at the mo at the moment. If you're a fan of Avatar: The Last Airbender, you uh, you will get that reference but uh i did finally get a ring of royal grandeur and then um but i didn't equip it right away because it wasn't ideally itemized for what i was doing and i had an, a maximus drop for me so i was running with a maximus for a long time because oh my goodness that fire chain that links you it's to powerful oh my goodness it it actually creates this really interesting gameplay where uh you start you start worrying about your positioning a lot like you're, you're trying to maximize you know like using that fire chain as a buzzsaw to cut through like all the white mobs it's, it was a lot of fun 
And when I finally did get my uh, five pieces of Firebirds, like I, I was still like, but I, the that fifth piece would have been the source, the Firebird uh -huh. source, the Firebird Eye. I think that's the name of the source. And I was like, but oh, the Maximus, it's so good. <laughs> it's like that damage, it's so good. Right. But I decided to give it up, and I had an ancient fragment of destiny drop for me, which uh, is a it's a legendary wand for the wizard which adds a paltry plus 15% damage to Spectral Blades. Blizzard, that's got to be buffed, because if you're expecting a wizard to go into melee range, that needs to be worthwhile. <laughs> it really needs to be worth it. So, you know, maybe plus 50% damage might might be a little overkill, but in, it, that's besides the point. It was an Ancient, and I had a Ramalodni's gift drop for me oh, I want one <laughs> so I decided mm, I'll get more you know it's gonna be a while but I'll get more so I I decided to re-roll the actual damage value on on the wand I got it up to I think uh, 2976 DPS or something like that and added the socket with the Ramalodnies and tossed in a royal uh, flawless royal emerald in there get the 130 critical hit damage mm -hmm. and that boosted my dps up quite a bit and i didn't make the drastic change to my playstyle right away I, I forget when i started to embrace it i think i think it is when i more or less decided to go with the six piece firebird and the setup that i'm using at the moment i don't don't know if it's quite the ideal there, there's a couple different variations of firebirds out there but what I'm doing is I'm doing the uh, Fire Rune on Blizzard, which is Apocalypse, on the left mouse button. And on the right mouse button, I'm using Black Hole Blazer, which is the Fire Rune, obviously. And then my number one key is Teleport with Safe Passage, because you need to be safe, and you need to teleport as a wizard, because otherwise you get trapped and then you die. And then number two is my Hydra, Mammoth Hydra, which uh, there, there's, there's some debate as to whether or not that's a good choice i i like it but man it does kind of suck when you get a teleporting rift guardian <laughs> and it's like oh now i gotta reposition my higher hydra but it, that's neither here nor there and then using energy armor the prismatic rune uh for extra all resist because you know it's good <laughs> and my fourth and final is magic weapon with the uh force weapon which is the i think it's increases the weapon damage by 20% and it's an arcane rune which uh, I need to I think I have enough Tal Rashas to proc the meteors so I need to go test to see if that magic weapon is also procking arcane because if it mm -hmm. does I might decide to switch over to the um, elemental exposure because even at just fire and arcane that's an extra 10% damage procking mm -hmm. So I did that, and my passives, since I'm playing hardcore this season, and all seasons probably going forward, Unstable Anomaly, because yes, you, you need to cheat death as a wizard. Blur, because, you know, just passive damage reduction is awesome. Evocation, to get those uh, black holes out sooner. <laughs> and Illusionist, to um, anytime I do get caught in a bad position, usually by Waller, 
if, if I take just enough damage, it'll reset my my teleport. And that's helped me numerous times get out of danger. But I have procced because I have been uh, playing a little dangerously. I've uh, cleared up to Greater Rift 27. No, 26 solo. But today I did a group Greater Rift 27. I'm still waiting on getting a second Unity. I had a Unity drop. And my I've unfortunately haven't had the Immortal Templar token drop for me. And oh man, my Templar must hate me so much. He's always dying in T6. Always dying. Yeah. But uh Yeah, how does that Unity thing work exactly? Because now that I got the um I, I always forget and now I just got the uh, immortal for the Enchantress, so I know Unity's would be nice, so I forget exactly how that works, though. Uh, you have to have, obviously, you have to have a Unity equipped on yourself and your follower, and um, if you don't want to die, you have to make sure that that, that follower has the, uh, this follower cannot die uh, mm -hmm. um, relic or token or whatever. Uh, yep. Because, um, Otherwise, if your Templar or follower gets into trouble, you're taking that damage too. It's split mm. between you two, but with that Immortal Token, it cuts all damage in half. Because half mm. of the damage is splitting off to your to your Templar, but they're not taking any damage. So, Cool. And because they're not taking any damage, then you don't have to worry about them you know, sending their damage to you. Because it does reduce all damage done to the Templar or Scoundrel or the Enchantress to zero. So... Awesome. So it effectively doubles your toughness right off the bat. And if you're going to be pushing solo greater rifts, you pretty much need that. It is pretty much mandatory. Kind of stinks, but at the same time, it, I'm glad that it's there because otherwise, <laughs> oh man, it'd be so scary doing those big greater rifts. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I'm still looking for, for uh, the Immortal Templar Relic to drop. Eventually it will. I had a Thunder Fury Blessed Blade of the Goblin the Treasure Goblin Spooker drop just today. And uh, the proc on Thunder Fury Blessed Blade of the Treasure Goblin Spooker will proc the Bane of the Trapped. Like, it'll, it'll enable that effect from Bane of the Trapped, which I, I like over Bane of the Powerful. Mm -hmm. Just because Bane of the Powerful, even if you get it to 25, that's only lasting, what, um, 55 seconds? Right, plus it just feels like you're always waiting. You don't have, like the other ones feel like because it's always happening, it works better. I, I agree. And uh, when you're going up against a uh, Rift Guardian, especially in those higher, uh, well, greater Rift Guardian, um, when you hit those higher levels, that Bane of the Powerful is only going to be effective for, you know, like the first minute of the fight. And easily, especially for a wizard pushing those high levels, uh, greater Rift Guardian will take the majority of your time. <laughs> so. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I'm going to go with Bane of the Trapped. I still have to level it. I have leveled uh, my Gem of Efficacious Toxin up to, got it up to rank 27 today, and as well as my Esoteric Alteration, which I kind of wish I had gone with the Molten, uh, Molten Wildebeest Gizzard first, because, oh my goodness, that shield that you get is really good. Anecdotal evidence, at least early, shows that that gem is really good if you're looking for a nice um, shield <laughs> to protect you. And uh, one thing that I've noticed, uh, 
I've gotten a couple rifts where you spawn in and it's uh, one of the Act 4 Hell Rifts. You know, the small ones. So, because they kind of normalize the density on all the different rifts, if you get one of those small rifts, that means more than likely within within aggro range will be a pack. Like, almost right off the bat. You zone in, boom, you have an elite or a champion right on top of you. So, that shield can save you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm working on getting that up and then eventually I'll get the gem of ease up to rank 25 that way I can level up a secondary wizard and I got a wand of woe so I want to try that you know explosive blast build and I figure I'll make that wizard an explosive blast you know get the hexing pants of uh the hexing pants and use boon of the hoarder that way I'm always moving pretty much at top speed and probably get the uh crown's belt from season one which also increases your movement speed and i'll be trying that out but for the right now my wizard um is doing t6 pretty comfortably do proc every now and then when you get really nasty combination of affixes they move they removed extra health and i think there was one other one that they removed but it makes that pool of affixes much smaller so the chances of getting nasty combinations is actually pretty is increased so yeah. yeah, I've only had one proc so far um, past you know level seventy, and that was I went into a rift at T two, and as soon as I went in, it was a double champ pack right mm -hmm. at the door. Mm -hmm. Which by the way, that the whole packs of mobs waiting for you the second you go in before you can even load and uh, like especially on like a greater rift and get your uh, my pets up and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's annoying, um, but that's the only time I proc. I went right back out and and hid and quivered but <laughs> other than that i haven't had yeah. too many close calls but i've been haven't been doing too risky but while well, i've been doing the show on, on a side note I, I was doing a little hearthstone because i had a daily to get uh, seven wins any class or in any any mode and i did uh, did that and i just you know had 100 coins exactly so i bought a uh, a pack and i got gaslo i got a legendary Sweet. so it was cool that's awesome yeah yeah just wanted to say that <laughs> yeah and uh I remember in the last show I was worried about the Firebirds playstyle because I watched Jage's video and I wasn't quite sure how I would feel like if I would like that gameplay because you're pretty much it's kind of a I wouldn't say passive but it is kind of passive because you're for the most part you know since uh, Black Hole is on a cooldown and uh, Blizzard doesn't stack on itself and um, you know your Hydra takes some time to get going yeah, it's like you're not actively dealing damage, so... Which is kind of annoying, but at the same time it's also kind of a blessing because you get to move around and reposition as best as you can. And uh, I've seen a lot of guides. Most of these are for softcore firebirds, wizards, but um, when you're pushing those higher greater rift levels, the main tip is to always kite forward. And I'm like, that is dangerous in hardcore. <laughs> So, oh yeah, for sure, and you get three other packs on you yep. before you know it. Yeah, and I think the other the other suggestion was always be fighting two or three packs at once. And I'm like, oh my goodness, are you insane? <laughs> but it is it is a very chaotic playstyle. You're just you're always moving more or less. You're always at least with some Rift Guardians, like you're always trying to get away from them because if you're squishy, you'll die. It's kind of warmed up on me. Ha ha, Firebird's warming me up, warming up to me. But uh, it's 
it is actually kind of a lot of fun. I mean, I I miss my Holy Bell Monk a lot, mm -hmm. but um, now now that I've gotten kind of you know acquainted with the Firebirds, I'm if this wizard not if when this wizard dies, I I know this wizard is going to die at some point. <laughs> I I will go back to the wizard because I, I made that commitment to Torak. So I, I'm I'm gonna show some wizard love, and oh man, season three that's even gonna be harder because uh, I'm gonna I, I'm still committed to going barbarian because they're adding. Oh, speaking of which, it's later in our show notes, but uh, patch two point two first look is out. It's like what? And the yeah, I know I couldn't believe that. It seemed like it was so soon. I know I was, I was expecting you know two three months down the line when season two is getting stale we might finally see the ptr but the right. phrase ptr was mentioned in this first look so maybe a month out i i don't know i but of course you know the ptr could go who knows how long they they did say that season two will be shorter than season one so i made the joke that oh okay so that means at most we can expect season two to go five months and four days since season one went five months and five days <laughs> but uh i mean it's it's dependent on development cycle but if they got that first look out there they must they must be feeling pretty good with patch 2.2 so who knows we might have only a three-month season which i think is i think is for the most part the where good number where it really starts to feel stale after that third yeah, month. Yeah, it sounds about right, especially just look how f in a week we're at T6. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, but a lot of people are, you know, and what we got, Ooh, so man, some three people, months seems like Some that. people are already over um, Paragon 500. That's ridic ridiculous. I mean, I can't even believe, like, I came on and Jamie was at, like, Paragon 240, 250, or something like that, and I was like, whoa! Yeah, he's probably you know? 300 by now, because... Yeah, that was yesterday, so yeah, I mean, I'm at, me being at Paragon 78 is crazy, I remember before, like, last season, the highest Paragon I ever got was, like, 110, and yeah. last season I started super late, and I got to 121, yeah, or no. 130, something like that, so... Yeah, the biggest thing that they made in 212 was the way that um, the plus experience modifier works, the secondary stat... It now gets multiplied as well by your difficulty level that you set at. And if you're doing greater rifts, it, that can scale beyond that 1600% yeah. in T6. So uh, Dat Mods, he has a video where he has this, uh, it's a guide to getting 40 billion experience per hour, which is just absolutely absurd. <laughs> and I think I... I don't remember exactly what the sweet spot that he said was, but it was right around Greater Rift 35. And if you're able to clear that in about four minutes, like four to five minutes, you're, you'll more or less maintain about a 40 billion experience per hour. And I was like, man, non-seasons is never going to mean anything to me, <laughs> ever. Yeah, speaking of non-season, I had, uh, I think, three or four old hardcore characters that right uh, earlier the day of the start or the day before or something like that I, I went and killed them all off just for fun <laughs> so I have uh, like one fun. hardcore non-season yeah I have one hardcore non-season and then two softcore non-season just because they're two level 70s uh, with Shocking Crusader just in case I ever want to play it but 
I, I don't know. When I when this one goes, I probably just delete the the previous previous. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't need that many. I'm probably gonna them. hold on to my hardcore monk Clementine, and if somehow Azula does live through season two, I'll probably hold on to her as well. But yeah, um, yeah I, I I'm almost at the point where I may end up deleting my softcore tunes, but I, I I'm gonna hold on to them because I don't I'm not hurting for character slots right now because right, same here because I. I, I am always going to stay focused on one class for each season, and that makes it easier. That way, I, you know, I don't feel like I have to, you know, spin as many plates, so to say. And right. It's a lot of work running multiple classes, yeah. too, you know, if, especially if you not don't got a ton of time and then, you know, making all your gems for each class, especially if you do uh, different uh, primary stat classes as well. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's a lot, yeah. a lot of stuff to do, so. Yeah, so... I am, as of earlier today, I am sitting at Paragon 187. So, I'm a little behind the curve. <laughs> I mean... Wow, you got about 100 on me, so... <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, I was doing the fictitious air quotes. or Well, they weren't fictitious. I was actually doing it. But I'm pretty sure at this point I'm going to blow by uh, my Season 1 of 471 Paragon points. And just because if... If I stay as focused this season, I since I'm already doing T6, it, I, I'm going to blow by 471 easily. Oh, yeah. And uh, my um, wizard, she's sitting at just over 1.2 million DPS. That's buffed, of course. Um, not including, like, uh, the gem of efficacious toxin. That adds another 10% um, on top of that. And I think just over 26 million toughness. So there's, I still have plenty of work to do on toughness just so that I can survive, you know, higher than greater Rift 30. But as soon as I get that second unity and hopefully a Templar token, then, you know, greater Rift 30 will be easy to do. And then I'll be, I'll be seeking greater Rift 35. So, cause I, I want to get that lion hearted conquest. I want to be in the top thousand. So, yeah. So yeah, oh my goodness. What a crazy start to the season. I did not anticipate I would already be doing two T6 at this point. So, I didn't even think I'd be where I'm at by now. You know, like I've only essentially got I'd like to look and see how many hours I have, but I probably got around 20 to 30 hours and, you know, for me to do T2 T3 within that with as slow going as I play and everything. That's pretty surprising. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, um, one tip. I, I think I mentioned this last show. Um, if you're if you're participating in season two, and you stay focused, or you know, you, you stay involved, I should say, in season two, and you we get to the end of season two, and let's say you did participate in season one, and then you had that huge influx of items in your mailbox, you you can do what I what I did last season, and that was create a couple temporary characters and really scrutinize what you want to keep and then throw toss that into their character stash and that that way then all you have to do is go through each character as opposed to you know trying to find the items that you actually want to pull out right away from the mail so save you know one two slots at, at least that that way you can move all your gems all your and your legendary gems and all your 
uh, crafting mats and everything onto one and then all of your character specific gear onto another um, because if you're like me you'll probably accumulate quite a bit over the season of course season one did go five months so yeah <laughs> so yeah now <laughs> that we're an hour into the show <laughs> wow really it doesn't even seem like it though when you're having fun it's awesome yeah so let me mention our sponsor which is audible you can go to bit.ly slash sspbook to get a free audiobook. All you have to do is sign up for their free trial, and you will instantly get a credit that you can use on over 150,000 different audio selections. And they run the gamut. I mean, if you want, like, an old-timey radio show, you can find it there. Or an audio dramatization of a movie or a play, you can find it there. Or you can, you know, just get an audiobook, like... Um, Hopefully, eventually, we'll see uh, The Order, uh, you know, Nate Kenyon's most recent book. Wait, no, no, not The Order. Storm of Light. Right, that's the second book. The Order is the first book, which you can find on Audible. (laughs) But you can get that, um, you know, like, say you're doing a lot of Diabloing, and you can't be bothered to read, because reading would mean not playing Diablo. Then you can listen to the audiobook. But, you know, not all of our listeners are, you know, only focused on Diablo. A lot of them, like Game of Thrones or other fantasy. You know, I I figure most people who do play Diablo have a slant towards fantasy or sci-fi. So there are... You'll you'll have plenty to choose from. In addition to your uh, free audio selection, you will also get digital versions for your 30-day free trial of the New York Times and Wall Street Journal. As well as be able to participate in any other member-only offers, which they run often. So go to bit.ly slash sspbook to get your free audiobook today. Well, Antonio, I don't know if you looked over our tweets, but it's only been... A little bit, but there's a lot. Yeah, it's only been about two weeks, and I'm I'm worried that I'm not going to be able to get through this without some more alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, why don't you get us started with the first few, and we'll just switch off every now and then. Alright, sounds good. So, when it comes to our tweeters, our first one comes from at J underscore likes underscore bacon. He says, at Shatterstone, FYI, Boon of the Hoarder will drop from Greater Rift Gardens, even if you haven't had it drop from Greed before. Oh, hey, you know what? Yeah, that answers one of your questions. So, there you go. There you go. Sweet. Uh, the next one comes from at eg underscore ace fisher one. He says, "I figured out why the at witch doctor is my least favorite in at Diablo. Feels like you do nothing while your pets do everything at Shattered Souls." Here, here. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he has a few responses to that. And the first one comes from at ey edgar zero triple one. What's with the people and their hate of pet builds? If you don't like it, go play Jade. That's a fair, that's a fair, you know, you know, like, well, here, you you don't have to play a pet doctor. Yeah, and uh, before I read the other ones, I actually had a response to that, but you must have missed it. I actually said to him on that, uh, on that tweet, I I said, um, that's actually what I like about the pets. I get to sit in my drink and watch them do everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole point. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, if you like to drink while playing Diablo, having pets as acting as, you know, meat shields. Exactly. Is great <laughs> if you're playing in hardcore. 
And at Nineball Gamer says back to him as well. Some people don't like the passiveness of it. Okay. And yeah. JC Monkey D3 says, "Well, you sir haven't tried the Jade Harvester build yet. Give it a go and see if you say the same." And Ace Fisher says back to him, "We'll do right now." Yep. Spoilers. Um, we'll jump just briefly ahead since it's applicable right now. But he is playing a Witch Doctor this season, so. So. Well, there we go. Yeah. Our next week comes from Ad Channel, back by Popular Man and Ad Shattered Stone, episode 75, hashtag SS Edit. And I included a little graphic, um, <laughs> which is a file of red, red wine. <laughs> that was terrible. I won't ever do that again. That's the vodka in my drink speaking, by the way. Sounds good. Yeah, I, I'm going to need some more. You know, speaking of drinks, I got uh, I picked up some Black Crown. I I hadn't had it since oh, we were in California, God. and it was it's good. Yep, it, that is that is good. I don't drink very often, but when I do, I choose Black Crown. You know, <laughs> if I ever make it out to your neck of the woods, I will bring with me a bottle of Golden Drac. Oh gosh, that is the best beer that I've ever had. It is so. Well, good. if you need a vacation, yeah, whenever you want, we have plenty of plenty of room for you. Yeah. So. It's just difficult right now because I have two kids, one of which is still four. <laughs> oh, I hear you. I, I totally understand. <laughs> but our next tweet comes from Ace Fisher as well again. He says, got my first uh, at Diablo Legendary potion today, and I got my fire damage up to 107% and disintegrate up to 27% at Shattered Stone. Mm -hmm. And he showed us a picture of his um, bottomless potion of the diamond. Oh, yeah. That he got. That's the all-resist legendary potion. Yeah, I haven't gotten any legendary potions really? yet. I oh, didn't I, nope. I didn't. I didn't include that in my show notes. I've had um, two Kool Aids drop, uh, two of the new season two potion, which is uh, whenever you use the potion, you cast fear right around you, which hmm. in theory could be very very useful, and uh, one or two of the increases your life per kill or life per hit. I forget which one it is, but. Yeah, I don't. I haven't gotten, never have really gotten any potion legendaries, so I don't know m much about what they all are. So by the end of season two, you'll be swimming in them. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> uh, the next one comes from uh, at Medros. He says, "I'm laughing so hard, and it's clear I either have missed the current intro to the Shattered Soulstone, or it changed because I'm because laughing at yummies." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that's been a little while. So. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, Papa Kangaroo, Diablo is not his main his main game. Mm -hmm. And uh, after after we congratulated him on the last show, he decided to give uh, episode seventy five a listen. You know, just to check in to make sure that we're you know all being good, good, <laughs> good little co hosts on well, the. Well, luckily I wasn't on there then because I'd probably get yelled. At <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't matters. Don't listen. Do not listen he to probably the won't listen dead to and this. waiting. <laughs> Don't listen to dead and waiting. <laughs> anyway, um, at GC Monkey D3 says at Cherry Stone, listen to the show now, and I was on time according to my knowledge of when the show was. So there, <laughs> I wasn't then there, so I'm not sure what he's talking about. But it I'm was sure it was in reference to um, Brazia was on Titan Shield. It was either episode 17 or 18, the one right before the last one that was the roundtable. And Jamie was JC Monkey. He was running a little late, um, but that was because uh, Dread he had moved up the record time to better accommodate mm -hmm. Brazia's schedule. And right. yeah, 
So he kind of missed the beginning, but he was there. So yeah, I mean, he had some really good questions. Yeah, I like talking with Jamie a lot. Um, at Eli Edgar Double O or Eli Edgar O One 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 says at Sharestone at D underscore Bracer, are you going all Jade or all Pet for season two? I couldn't decide, so I created a Pet slash Jade build. Interested? And at the Brasia response to, for me, it depends on the drops. I only got two pieces of jade in season one. Pet build is still my favorite. Me, on a personal, I'm kind of doing a pet jade build. So I'm interested. Mm-hmm. I kind of, I'm doing a little bit of a mix, depending on what I get. Uh, the next tweet comes, Kgar underscore the blue. He says, at Shitterstone, just found a vault on while fiercely clicking and killing things with a treasure goblin. Rest in peace, early season two, Vault Luck. <laughs> yeah, I can agree with him on that. I got two right away. <laughs> and Couldn't I've, believe it. I, I had I had luck early in season one, and not mm-hmm. so much in season two, but I'm not hurting for gold. Yeah, and I've, you know, I've killed about five billion more treasure goblins since those two, and nothing, but I'm okay with that. Yeah. EY Edgar 0111 says once again, at Sison Shield, at Queen of Haiku, at Shatterstone, I 100% strongly support having Jen and Sison shield. Smiley face, complete the circle. <laughs> For sure. And as Sison shield responded, that's the plan. Collect them all, right? Yep. Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, he's getting all of those. <laughs> um, at uh, Jasuke... Jasuke's what? hair. Jasuke's hair. Oh, okay. At, that makes sense. At Jasuke's hair. I, that's a funny name. I lost my first... Hardcore character. Thanks, Frozen Monsters. At Diablo, at uh, Westmarsh Workshop, and at Shatterstone. And he has a picture of his death. Yeah. Is that season two already? He was playing a barb. Oh, I can see. Yep, I can see the barb pictures there. Yeah. Barb is the only true hardcore class left because they don't have a cheat death panel. Oh, come on. They can wear the pauldrons of the skeleton king. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's helpful. <laughs> I always tell it to everyone. I get laughed at every time. <laughs> at, well, I mean, I would. It's something. Uh, but anyway, at Say Stu- uh, how Help me with this one. S.A. Stewart 1111. Oh, okay. He's otherwise known as Leviathan. Oh, okay. Had at Shatterstone, at Shatteredstone as my soundtrack for shoveling and laughed as I heard that the underscore Brazier give me a shout out for understanding his M.A. Snow woes. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, Massachusetts oh, okay. has been getting hit hard with the snow. Well, I'm actually thankful that we haven't been getting hit hard with snow, but the cold is dreadful. My heat cannot keep up with the hold to go off on a tangent. Oh, my goodness. Your it's, propane it's bill like, must be insane. Even when it's not cold, my propane bill is insane. I pay more in propane than I do in rent. And I pay 900 a month in rent, so think about that. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. And I have my heat set at 75 so that it could try to get hotter and catch up. But my house hasn't reached over 60 degrees yet. So, oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's it's freezing outside. Very cold. Uh, we have advisories and everything. But moving on, uh, at the Brazier responds to him and says, The timing could not have been better. And at Scanline75 also responds with, Wow, was shoveling and listening to at Shattered Stone too. There should really be a Northeast meetup somewhere. Yep. Come meet up at my place, everybody. I'm central, but that's yeah. cool. <laughs> central North. North Central. Yeah. I'll, I'll take Close over enough. now. Uh, okay. So our next tweet came to us from J underscore likes underscore bacon. And he says, at Shattered Stone, great show this week. Love that at Navic James is back. 
Well, thank you. It felt good to be back and hosting the show. I love that you're back too, buddy. I really was happy to hear that you came back. And, you know, a lot, I had someone joking me about, you know, oh, I was going to host and now he's never going to take back over. I'm like, so? <laughs> <laughs> I never would want to replace you as a host. I mean, just those two shows that I took care of and set everything up. Wow. I give you props for the amount of work you do. Big time. Well, the, I the show help. could not have been in better hands, so. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that, but like I said, man, I I give you mad props, sir, for what you do for the show. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't go into it last show, and I'm still not really going to go into it because it is still rather personal. But uh, needless to say, I mean, I have developed a medical condition, still don't know the cause, and still haven't really gotten a whole lot of relief Needless to say, I can't do very much without my feet rebelling against me, which is awesome. But uh, yeah, it it's caused a lot of changes in my life. I mean, I I was a courier. I, I worked for a company where I went out to San Francisco almost every day. And I was on my feet, as you might imagine, because parking in San Francisco absolutely sucks. <laughs> and you have to carry stuff, and you have to do it fast because you have a lot of stops. And yeah, when when you're dealing with something that renders you unable to walk after a certain point, yeah, that wasn't going to work. And on the other side, if I could actually find a medication that would allow me to manage that pain, which I still haven't, <laughs> Um, yeah, good luck, too. <laughs> it, it would render me to the point where I would not feel safe driving a vehicle, especially those long distances. Because Sacramento to San Francisco, it's not its not a huge diff, you know, distance. But Yeah, you don't want to be faded while driving. Yeah, that, that is, especially in morning rush hour, yeah, it, it was not, not going to work out. So needless to say, I'm going through another transformation in my life. I'm trying to get back to doing my graphic design stuff. And because once upon a time I was a graphic designer, so I can do that. I mean, I've done a lot of the art for our website and for our t-shirts and everything, as well as other podcasts. So it's like, yeah, I, I'm trying to transition back into doing that. So I, I needed some time to focus on, well, one, just trying to be functional around the house. Because when you have this kind of condition and you have... Uh, you have a nine-year-old and you have a four-year-old as you might imagine it's chaos so yeah anyways so Kurova our one of our European listeners he chimes in with a series of tweets so I'll start off with this first one and he says sorry for the barrage of tweets on the last show but I (laughs) it's funny that you say that but Mm -hmm. I was so excited I couldn't help it well by no means never apologize for being excited and tweeting at the show we love it you know you could you could spam our entire twitter feed you could say it keeps our lights on yeah (laughs) and then his next tweet was uh you know what to honor nevik's return to the show i will play a monk yes in season two (laughs) and not a demon hunter yes (laughs) so yay go monks actually oh i'll be class (laughs) it's like dread dread went monk and he dared Mm -hmm. he dared to call me a traitor it's like it's like yeah it's like now you're playing a monk and i'm back (laughs) to playing a wizard who's the traitor now no (laughs) but oh man if my wizard had died on that comcast dc i would i 
would have gone to a monk. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Um, and so what you're saying is we're gonna see you playing a monk before season two is over? Doubtful. <laughs> if I do, if I do play monk, it will be my non-season, and it will just be when I get burnt out on trying to climb the le- wizard leaderboards. So, mm-hmm. or if I die doing that, and then decide oh, I'm done with season two. Um, so then Kurova sent us another tweet and is sorry for my barrage again. Big happy face. Is it worth crafting the Hellfire thing now using the four machines or just a waste of time? I would say it's worth it. I mean, the the passive of having the extra passive is pretty cool in my mind for the yeah. well, there's, amulet. There's two, I want that. There's two Hellfire things. There's the ring mm-hmm. and the amulet. Um, as a monk, you're probably not going to use the Hellfire amulet because you'll probably opt to use the Sunwoko's amulet if you're so lucky to get it well rolled. That way you can use a different helm. Um, that way you could use, you know, the... Uh, I know how to spell it, but I, I've never been able to pronounce it correctly. But it's the one that allows you to cast Wave of Light at your enemy. It makes you a distant, distance monk, which my Holy Bell monk was. So yeah, you'll, you'll probably opt to go with the Senwoko's amulet. So I, I would say for a monk, probably not the Hellfire amulet. But the Hellfire ring... Along with Gem of Ease and... Great for alts. Yeah, and Leoric's Crown. You could probably level up uh, a secondary character in a matter of, uh, I don't know, 25 minutes, maybe? Mm-hmm. It's insane. It, that That's with getting power leveled. I mean, mm-hmm. solo would be a little bit slower, but it wouldn't be like the 9 to 10 hours that it took me. But uh, then Korova has one more tweet for us, and he says, Damn it! At Rowow had to remind me on at Realm Podcast. Congrats to have reached seventy-five episodes. Thanks, Corova. Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, it was. I I was, I I I was actually really happy and surprised that Row had included our seventy-fifth episode. I mean, I kind of half expected it, but I wasn't quite sure because I wasn't sure if our show got out in time for him to record, and I didn't want to you know say hey ro can you promote our show so ro's a great friend of the show he's mm-hmm. he's appeared on the show before a couple times right yeah yeah he's a he's a great guy and i'm he's been pretty busy in diablo or i mean uh wow of course because that's his primary game but uh i think he's probably playing a demon hunter in season two not sure then we got a new tweeter to tweet at us and this is at evil planet crew and he says at shattered stone ever have that add moment where you salvage two incense torches of the grand temple on your monk nope can't say that i have (laughs) i can't say that i've had that moment but i've definitely had a oh crap i hit salvage on something i didn't want to uh yeah i've done that too Mm -hmm. it's like oh well oh well (laughs) yeah bye bye yeah (laughs) But uh, hopefully they were poorly rolled torches because otherwise that that sucks because that's that's it's almost as good as a furnace for a monk not quite as good as a furnace but you know furnace is still your best weapon in the game <sighs> that's okay oh reminds me I had a furnace drop for me at level sixty seven nice. oh I was like oh tease yep troll drop <laughs> yeah 
And then uh, at J underscore likes underscore bacon tweeted at us again, and he says, at Shattered Stone, finally got the fourth piece to my Barb's IK set, and that's the Immortal Kings. Now I can run my pets like a boss. At Queen of Haiku was right. It is uber fun. And all you have to do is also craft the Ashira set, and then you will have a stable of pets, so to speak, for your Barb. And I think I called it the Pet Seater in episode 75, but the actual correct uh, phrasing that Leviathan had came up with, because he was, well, who knows if he was actually the original, but he was the one who submitted that build to the Play Your Way Thursday, although back then it was named something else. But it was the Zoo Seder, because you have a zoo. It's like, oh, yeah. And then we also have another new tweeter, and it's at underscore Aussie Gamer. And so that means he's from Australia, land down under, which, oh my goodness, the northern coast of Australia is getting hammered by two different cyclones. Oh, wow. Yeah, so our thoughts are out for out to anybody Weller, in that weather, area. Weather is, like, insane lately. Yeah. Like, the whole world going down. <laughs> That's not going to that. <laughs> and he says, at Shattered Stone, new listener here, me likey. And he's saved up 70 caches trying for an ancient ring, royal ring of grandeur, and got one that rolled crap. Hashtag RNGesus, and it's in caps. And there's a link. I watched the video. He has legendaries everywhere, like um, from uh, where the town portal is, almost all the way out to where Shen, Covetous Shen is in the campaign. Because he's now, you know in adventure mode he's in a different position so yeah and he only got one ring of royal grandeur that stinks wow but uh i realized that the grind for the ancient one not i i don't really need it because if i got main stat and got critical hit chance and a socket wait is that no actually i don't think that's possible because it always rolls with main stat, increased attack speed, and life on hit. So it only leaves one attribute that can roll random. But if I got critical hit chance, I would roll probably... Well, I would probably roll the life on hit. Or the increased attack speed. For, because it's not as valuable for Firebird Wizard to uh, socket. And if I got a socket, I would probably re-roll the main stat to critical hit damage. Because that would provide more bang for your buck. Oh, and so JC Monkey D3 tweeted at us, and he says at Shattered Stone at Cyberwolf Zero, hashtag Come here and let me put a demon in you. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I don't ask me. I don't know. Probably mumble. Yeah. <laughs> and then, good friend of mine, Reland Dune, tweeted at us, and he says at Shattered Stone at Nevik James at Queen of Haiku at the underscore Brasia, and I think you only got left out on this because you weren't on episode 75. That's okay. Hashtag <laughs> angry face response. Mm. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I sense something coming up. Yep. <laughs> and, yeah, and Jamie sensed that too, and he he responded, uh-oh, do I sense a bus running over someone soon? And then Rilan Dune responded and said, no, more an invocation of the evil one and his beverage of choice. Oh, wait. Is he talking about Neil Diamond's red, red wine? <laughs> and then Brasia 
chimed in, and he said, uh, Done out of love, my friend. And then Rillandoon responded, But I thought I was off the Christmas card list. And then Brazia responded, Not off my list. Can't speak for my co-host. <laughs> <laughs> and Rillandoon, he responded, This is a back and forth. This went on for a little bit of time, so mm-hmm. bear with us. He responded, maybe it was Atlantonio who said that. So you did get tagged after all. Yes, it it was. It was me. I know what they're talking about. <laughs> it's when we were talking, he was talking about uh, something bad about the witch doctors. And I was like, Down it with was the witch around one I was like, well, he's officially off my Christmas card list. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, Brazier responded and he said, if you're referring to the drink of choice, then yes, I am the guilty party. So yeah, it wasn't my fault, you know. Uh, although I did suggest that Shano dust off the red red wine, <laughs> and I'm leaving audio gaps there in case, yeah, in case Shano wants I to it. just <laughs> liberally strew it through. Just put it in like ten times in a row, and then just we'll be that's good. <laughs> oh, man, if we could just drop the entire song in here, <laughs> yeah, without we'll, getting we'll sued, that would be amazing. But. Well, we'll just we'll put in for it and see if we can get it okayed so we can use it for the song of the show for him. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, anyways, Rillandoon says a few episodes back, I was taken off someone's card list for a WD comment. Happy face. <laughs> and Brazia says, "Good thing I am an old man and forget things like that." I guess at that point, Brazia thought he was the guilty party for that. Uh, uh. And then Relandune said, it's a good thing indeed. I'm looking forward to the card. And I guess that means Brazia is now on the hook for getting a Christmas card out to Relandune. <laughs> and then Brazia says, going to need an address to stalk you, or I mean, send the card to. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. Let me pick up a few? Yeah, sure. All right. Well, the next one comes from Matt Karova. He says, at Queen of Haiku, can't believe I missed following you when i love shattered stone shattered stone so much why can't i say shattered stone tonight i was like shattered stone i don't know i'm amazed that i'm still (laughs) coherent after all that vodka that i just drank yeah me with my uh my cough (laughs) mess my my beautiful tussinex love it well that does hit (laughs) a little bit harder than vodka because i only had two fingers so yeah well yeah, i won't get into that <laughs> watch uh l- listen to my dead waiting up <laughs> at, at scanline 75 says at shattered stone very much looking forward to starting season two tonight we'll be on around nine or ten anyone else starting around then and i think we all started around eight but uh, depending on your timeline i think we were all kind of there so yeah at Kegar Laboo says, It'll be a late start for me, unfortunately, trying to convince the other raid team that D3 sickness is real. Yeah, and you know what? I think you tweeted back at him. Yeah, I actually said, you know, uh, raids will be are always there. The first night of Season 2 is only happens once. Yeah. And I, I got him on. He was on eventually, and I gave him I don't think the show account it. was tagged in your response, so I think that's why mm-hmm. I ended up missing forgetting to put that back in there i'm a horrible tweeter <laughs> my bad <laughs> but yeah i just give him a hard time um the next one comes from at aussie game or at underscore aussie gamer he says at shared stone at diablo season two here we go yeah with a big old smiley face must have been when it started at daddy underscore puffin says at nevic james super bummed i started back on the night shift tonight 
Hashtag lame sauce at Sherrod Stone at West March Workshop. No season two for me until Tuesday. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> the season is not a sprint, it is a marathon, as we found out in season one. Well, it will hopefully be a shorter marathon this time. Just consider yourself that like you did start and then you died and you're just starting over. Yeah. So. <laughs> if you play hardcore, that is. At Corovus is at Shattered Stone. Just started season two with. Mindrad? Uh, yeah, Mindrad the Monk, already level 10. Well, there you go. Right now, he's probably a lot farther. At Cell, cell Therapy. After being crushed by the loss of Hardcore Hero, should I start season two in Hardcore at Nevik James at Shattered Stone? Never James responds with absolutely. Mm-hmm. And at Cell Therapies is done. I'll call her Yang Chen. You know, you know where that's from. May she stay alive till the end. Yep. And Yang Chen was one of the avatars, uh, one of the previous lives of the avatar. And uh, I don't remember if she was, um, like, if her, like, uh, the history, like, going back that far, because she was, like, one of the first few avatars if that was uh added in uh the legend of korra or if it was in the last airbender i'm not sure but yeah it's from help you with that one yeah it's from (laughs) avatar actually my third monk was named ying chen in season one at kgri underscore the blue says at shattered stone nine hours 27 minutes level 70 at paragon 12 the solo level grind is over time to gear up that's pretty quick it's almost faster than me actually I think it is faster than me in the party but okay congratulations at daddy underscore puffin says at westmark's workshop at shattered stone do you have to do story mode to unlock higher difficulties no you do not yeah I don't think so um if you're starting on um like let's say you're a European player and you start playing on the North American servers uh you don't unlock torment until you hit level 60 so that could be the one thing, I, but I'm not. I'm not entirely certain. Without a little bit more information, can't make that call on what it's, what's holding it up, or if. Our next one comes from At Shano. He says, "Here's the At Diablo inspired Valentine I made for At Queen of Haiku, Ping At Shatterstone, and he's got a picture of his Valentine that says, De- "Demons are red, but sometimes they are blue." Bulkathos guides me. Guides my heart always to you. There we go. That's so sweet. <laughs> Aww. And actually, you know what? <laughs> I realized um, <laughs> uh, on the last tweet because I, I, you know, made the association between, you know, the different realms of servers. But it could also be if you have, like, let's say you've been softcore and then you go to hardcore, same rules apply. If you If you haven't gotten a hardcore character up to level 60, you won't have Torment available to you. So... I guess I always started on hard, so I didn't even notice. At E.G. Ace Fisher 1 says, Enjoying the morning with at Alec Bradley, hashtag Nikapuru, right? Mm-hmm. And my uh, hashtag Witch Doctor, and at Diablo, hashtag Swarm Host at Shattered Stone. Yeah, I'll try to tongue tie me, I think, is what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a, a link to a picture there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At, a picture of his witch doctor looks like. At Kray underscore the blue says at Shattered Stone. So at JC Monkey D3 got a ring out of an act for a catch. A ring out of a catch. A nagler ring. At you. <laughs> <laughs> 
And JC Monkey D3 responds with, OMG, yeah, I'm so damn salty over that shit steal. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that would be, yeah. that would be like, well, I mean, you're, well, oh yeah, Act 4, that can drop any, any bounty, uh, any Axe bounties cash, or cash yep. specific um, legendaries. So, wow, that stinks. <laughs> yeah. At at Corovis is at Queen of Haiku. Really appreci- appreciate your follow. Looking forward to the next episode of At Shattered Stone. Thank you. Sounds good. At Sh- Daddy underscore Puffins is at West March Wor- at West March Workshop at Shattered Stone. Only had an hour to play season two over three days, but the hardcore crusader is happening. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah, crusader <laughs> seems to be also a very popular choice for hardcore. Yeah, I haven't played a lot of any like well any public, so I've only seen what we all have, which is pretty much witch doctors, monks, and uh, demon hunters. What do you what do you, what do you, what do you call it? W- wizard? <laughs> you mean the only intelligence based class? Right, right. Yeah, the only. One. <laughs> okay. <laughs> at Ace Fisher says again, weekend one progress, and at Diablo season two at Shatterstone at the West Moth. West- much west march workshops see i can't talk <laughs> couldn't get geared past t1 that's okay no hurry hashtag box press radio yeah and that's his podcast he's actually reached out to definitely to me but i think also to all of us that he would like to have us come on his show sometime so oh, yeah. we, we'll have to work that know. out <laughs> scheduling's been one of our more difficult things to yeah. to deal with but yeah well, if you do one by one, just send me an email, and I'm usually free at in the afternoons or nights, so whatever. Uh, we got a, a picture of looks like his gear setup and everything between his stats and his gear and his enchantress. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we got a response from Matt Diablo, and they say, "Strong start, you guys rock, and we're looking forward to seeing you all kick ass." Yep, and I'm I'm hoping that the Diablo Twitter account was referring to all of us tagged in that tweet mm-hmm. because we all do kick ass but also um oh cool story bro i don't think they've done a show since before season two started so i i'm hoping hoping all is well there i mean their community has been kind of active and uh it's a good show but also diablo mm-hmm. gamers has come back with a vengeance i um flux did like two shows in two weeks so mm. like he did a no actually i think it was three shows actually was one right before season two started one right after season two started and then oh no it was only two but yeah that's a lot of work at daddy underscore puffin says resisting the urge to load d3 and play that hardcore seder can't lose one to no sleep <laughs> though cough at the underscore brazier westmock workshop and shattered stone hmm. i don't think bridge has ever lost a character due to falling asleep at the keyboard no I'll have to check check with the archives. No, I thought he did. That's what he was telling us that one time. He lost one of his fruit, right? right. No. (laughs) (laughs) At Diablo underscore non underscore ROS. At Shatterstone just launched. Please retweet. Because not everyone owns the ROS expansion. Diablo 3 dot non slash ROS dot com. Hashtag D3. Hashtag Diablo 3. Yeah, and must be a I, new show or something. I, or we, we got an email from from this uh, whoever's running that site. 
Um, they're, they're trying to promote uh, a community for people who haven't picked up Reaper of Souls. Okay, a chocolate community. Yeah, so it's like, I know that there are some out there that haven't picked up Reaper of Souls, but it's a very small niche in, in the community. So I have a feeling that if anyone who has that with council yeah (laughs) that's true but if anyone hasn't picked up reaper of souls i have a feeling that they're not listening to diablo podcasts anymore so i don't know how useful we'll be at getting the word out for their site i did go to it i was trying to make sure that um because of the url itself i kind of felt a little weird about it because i was like i was i was hoping that it wasn't a phishing site um Mm -hmm. I haven't quite ruled out that it's a fishing site, but it does seem to be on the up and up. So, um, if you do go there, um, be careful. You know, if they're asking for any kind of account details, be very hesitant about what you give up. Just, just in case. I mean, I I have no reason to believe that it's a fishing account, but just wanted to make sure. So. Yeah, and if not, you know, no no offense or anything, right. just warning. Be safe. Um, Add Scanline comes with our next one. It says, just, just reached 70 running solo monk hardcore in Season 2. Sweet. At Shattered Stone, enjoyed the leveling. Yeah, poor Scanline. Well, congrats. He lost. Yeah, he had a couple deaths. Yeah, he had a couple. <laughs> yeah, he hopped in with us and, you know, tried to get quick leveled a little bit and didn't work out too well a few times. So, well, he made it, though, so that's good. Yeah. Who knew? Frozen hurts. <laughs> yeah. At Kray Labu says at Shatterstone T six mouth down, onwards to Greater Rift thirty five. Yeah. Man, Kray, you really uh, you really get moving. I tell you. Yeah. Well, he he just likes to throw himself at T six mouthfeel, because that's you know <laughs> that is, I mean, in comparison to all the boss fights, I mean we we used to think that. Uh, you know, Belial. yeah, that Belial was, you know, he was way more of a challenge, especially for hardcore, mm-hmm. than Diablo was. And that was until Reaper of Souls came out and Malthiel's fight. Yeah. yeah, I remember like the first time I ever did hardcore and I was on Nightmare and uh, everybody was like, let's just do it, let's just do it. I'm like, ah, well, see you guys. <laughs> they all died. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, I was smart. I'd go with it. <laughs> Because if they would have died, I'm sure I would have. Because I'm guessing some people I was playing with were doing better than I was. And so I just started and they were all already in hardcore. But, well, we're on to the question of the show. Yep. And, and I'll like take care of this one. Because I would... Well, okay then. Oh, hey, hey. I'm Fine. not trying to step to read the toes. question. It's just... just wanted to read the question. Oh. Well, what... <laughs> Why don't you read the question and I'll read the responses okay. then. I just wanted to read the question because I wasn't here and I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> what... Do you listen to while playing Diablo 3 <laughs> in-game music sound? If not, what kind of music slash podcast? All right, go ahead. Yeah, and we didn't get as many responses as I was hoping for, but uh, I guess everybody's been busy playing, you know, Season 2, so I'll cut I'll cut you some slack. Um, you know, if you decide that you do want to respond to this for our next show, that's fine. We'll include it in our tweeters, as we almost always do. But if you kind of missed that part, episode 75 but the inspiration behind this this question was uh when i was making my greater rift push with my monk in season one i was listening to sim which is silence is mine they're a japanese ska punk heavy metal band i mean they kind of they kind of blend a bunch of different genres and 
I, I I'm not really a big ska fan, but when when you mix all these different, you know, like influences from different genres, it, it works. And man, it, it really gets your blood pumping. And so our first response was from K. Gary, otherwise known as Kakarai Le Blue. And he says, I usually catch up on podcasts. Then I move on to Taohao, or Toho, I'm, I'm not sure, remixes and or music by Two Steps From Hell. I haven't heard of either one of those. And then he responded to himself and says, alternatively, you can also just listen to this for hours and hours and hours. And I imagine if the... If he wasn't limited by Twitter, the end hours would go on, you know, <laughs> oh, for infinity. But um, it's a uh, what we'll include a link in our show notes. It's um, it's from Starcrafts, which is uh, the Carbots Animation Studio. Um, it's season three, episode seven, and it's uh, Ariba Mommy by the Jingle Punks, and it's kind of catchy. Um, if you're into kind of like you know bouncy kind of music. You know, like almost Japanese style. And then I responded, of course, and I said I was and I responded with, I was thinking this might be more appropriate for our hardcore, and that's with capital H listeners. And it's the uh Mortal Kombat movie theme looped for ten hours. It's funny because I've I've totally listened to that while playing before. Cause if I would have answered, I would have said Techno, Mortal Kombat, Tristram, uh that or blasting the actual sound in Diablo or you know pretty much mumble yeah you know? <laughs> yeah I realized after this especially since I've been on mumble a lot more recently uh that I should have also included mumble <laughs> <laughs> but uh then K. Gary responded and he says sorry Mortal Kombat and he spelled it with a c that is not correct sir not correct at all <laughs> Mortal Kombat is not hardcore enough for me the sounds remixed from a sh- shmup, which is shoot 'em up. Um, otherwise, you know, like kind of like um, I'm trying to think of one right off the top of my head, like uh, like 1942. Uh, you know, those vertical scrolling, like you play as a little airplane or spaceship, and you, you shoot up to destroy enemies. Anyways, that's what that is. With magical girls equals hardcore. So, <sighs> I, I, I. That's a deep rabbit hole. Let's not go. Let's not. Let's not <laughs> dive down that. Brewmaster Wanzu, he might be a friend of K. Gary. Just maybe. He says, "I usually <laughs> binge watch TV series if not listening to podcasts." That, that, I guess if you're playing softcore, that's fine. If you're playing hardcore, that could be dangerous. I heard Jamie used to do that a lot. Yeah, he used to watch Netflix all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and then our final response was from Walkman Eight, otherwise known as Reclaw in game. And he says, a mix between punk and Iron Maiden, usually. Great fast-paced music for fast-paced demon killing. Makes sense. Yeah, when I when I do crank some tunes while playing, I end up, I always use, like, dubstep or techno, and then I get really called a dork by my old lady, though, she'll hear my headset blasting, and I'll be, like, <laughs> moving, and, like, you know, doing some uh, spinning around and stuff with my witch doctor, shaking, you know. <laughs> yeah, that... Just today, I remembered that Slash Dance is in the game, and I started doing that. Because <laughs> I, I finally jumped into a four-player game, and we were doing uh, we were doing Torment Six Rifts. Uh, it was me, Jamie, and, and Kagurai, and Cyberwolf. We were we were doing that, and then we'd do a Torment Six, and then we'd do a Greater Rift 
25 because we're all leveling gems. And mm -hmm. yeah, just, you know, while sitting there, I'll just do a slash dance because, you know, the wizard, <laughs> she she has some moves. So um, I haven't written this down, so we're going to have to do this right now on the spot. Antonio, we need to come up with a question for our next show. Um, with uh, patch 2.2 being teased, I think maybe we'll go with that slant. But what what are you most excited about yes. within the tease of 2.2? Uh, 2? Perfect. I love that. Yeah. What are you most excited about from that first look or slash tease of patch 2.2? So just tweet at us. Um, I'll probably create a blog post. That way, um, if you don't have Twitter or you don't want to tweet at us, you can still leave a comment over on the website. So you can do that. Um, <laughs> funny part is I'll link that. I'll link that blog post on Twitter, so you can't <laughs> escape it, folks. Just, just join. <laughs> so we did get an email, and it came to us from Adam Chesser, and he says, Hey, guys, I'm a new listener to your show and enjoying it. Well, welcome, Adam. I'm so glad that you found our show. So very glad because, you know, having new people to play with, that that's what this show is about, you know? You know, I still think it's amazing when we still get when we keep getting new listeners, and because we've been going for so what seems like so long now, and still finding new cool people every time I get on Mumble is it's so great. Yeah, it's awesome. I had a big conversation about not why I don't play with um, I believe it was Doc Oz, but why I don't play public games because like I don't like you know you noob this and you, you, yeah. you know blah 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 blah. But it's like when I when I get on Mumble, I feel like I'm I'm playing with you know men slash women that are you know real and want to play and enjoy everything the way we do and just seem like I never seem like we find anybody that we're like all right we gotta get him out of here yeah you know? yeah and um if you do play in on the hardcore mode I mean like pretty much anybody who hops on Mumble you can trust them implicitly with your character's life they they have your back. Like, yeah, and if if you could drop an account bound item in front of them, no one would take it. You could you could give the furnace with the best affixes ever, and no one would touch it. That's how like confident I am with our people. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's I I'm if anything for doing this podcast, I am most proud of the community that we have fostered around it. So, oh my goodness, oh, yeah. I'm getting emotional. <laughs> but uh, okay <laughs> back to Adam's email it says I just finished one of your older episodes I wonder how old and talked about not fun just tagging along with someone and leveling up oh yeah I know that experience and he says I agree I'm playing a crusader and almost at 70 and people are telling me to join their games at T6 and I'm just running around trying to not die I know they are trying to help but it's not fun for me I would rather play on my own and get to 70 at my own pace. And I, yep. yeah, I, I don't like getting power leveled because one, it, it, if you do get power leveled and you die, then it's like, it, it, I, it almost feels like you just wasted the person who's power leveling their time when they could be, you know, grinding for their own gear. And not only that, but. I like slow leveling, if only for the fact that you get to use legendaries that you normally don't use at endgame because they're not ideal. 
and you get to try new right. builds and it's fun you know I, I i that's why i love slow plane i also feel like it helps you get ready especially if it's your first character it helps you get ready for those higher levels otherwise you get to like 70 you have nothing and you're, you got to go back and play the low levels anyway and even there you're squishy because you have no gear or no money I, I i like going slow too i totally agree with them you know even when i play with people i like you know i always end up being getting falling behind because you know jamie made a funny comment it's like you in town diva and i'm like i like my in town stuff yeah. <laughs> well hey next time that <laughs> if this ends up happening if you have a broken crown uh, I did not know this. Oh yeah. If you have a broken crown <laughs> and you put a gem in that socket, the legendary um, attribute of the broken crown is anytime a gem drops, a gem of the type that's socketed in in your broken crown will drop. Well, yep. um, Kuparian, uh, I, I I was made aware of this thanks to Leviathan. He tweeted out um, he tweeted out a link to. Kaparian's uh, State of Diablo 3 Season 2 Monks and Rania, which I think is his wife. I'm not sure. I, But anyways, in this video, it's like 45 minutes, but he has some good points in the beginning, so I... Yeah, go go watch it, because Crip, you know, you love him or you think he's boring, it doesn't matter. He's He's got good insight as to mm-hmm. game development, so... But uh, he was talking to Rania, and he was saying, and this crown, you know, what, what I would do is I would leave your character in town and any time a gem would drop while I was killing stuff out in the world, a gem would drop for your character in town. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's how I got a bunch of flawless royal di- or diamonds just sat in town. And I was like, that's like one of the few public games I went into. I sat in town for a little bit fixing up some stuff and i got like five of those gems to pop out because i have one of those helms yeah. so so yeah it's like wow that's crazy so saves you a lot of gold yeah but uh yes we love email so please send your email to show at shattered because uh one nice thing about email is you don't have to feel constrained by 140 characters especially if you're tagging in on you know a tweet that has other people tagged on it so then all of a sudden you have to do lead speak to fit your thought in there or just heavily truncate your thought so you, you can be verbose you know or you could send an audio you know if you want to record something and send it into the show maybe you want to do a segment for the show by all means do it we, we would love it especially if you wanted to do an official forum thread masterpiece theater because for show sure. yeah speaking of sending things in um, did you guys not talk about the contest on 75? We didn't. Um, it was in our show notes, okay. but yeah, we didn't talk about it. We Yeah, so do you mind if I say it right now or you want to wait? Okay. So, uh, if anyone remembers a few episodes back, uh, right at the uh, end of the Christmas episode, I said that we were doing a contest for uh, to sing the uh, song that I wrote, uh, and you could win a $20 gift card basically well a $20 battle net card and you had to send that in as an audio and uh, you didn't have to we don't have to play it we didn't have to do ever but I would like to see if I can still get the permission of the winner to play it since he won um, which I think he said it was okay but I'm gonna ask him again Um, but uh, we only had one and the person did win the $20 uh, gift and I, I sent it over to him 
And I just want to congratulate JC Monkey. He actually sounded great when he did it. And uh, I'll have to ask you if we can play it. And we'll do it on next show if you don't mind. But yeah, I mean, he had no competition, guys. So it would have been real easy for someone else to maybe take it home. But if you don't, if you were wondering if it was real or not, ask JC Monkey. He's sitting on $20 on his battle in that account now. So, yep. I mean, let's go for it, guys. That's an easy, That was an easy one. You know, all I had to do was send you the code. So Yeah. So, yeah, um, we'll probably do another contest in the near future um, as as things go. Um, not sure quite what we'll do, but, uh, yeah. Now to our uh, quote-unquote news section of the show. We already mentioned that Patch 2.2 was teased, so we'll include a link to that if you somehow missed it on the official website for Diablo 3. Um, pretty easy to find it there. Uh, but also the Tavern Talk, which was held back on February 10th, prior to Season 3 starting. Um, there there was some... Uh, there there was... The, I think the only thing that really had me go like, Come on! Was about the Blood Shard Cap and Travis's Travis Day's um, insistence on the reason for keeping it. I was like, come on, Really? It really stinks to only be able to roll five amulets. Come on, please. I wonder what their insistence on keeping the gibbering gemstone so rare is. Yeah, I'd love to know that, that, that one. That just be a string of bad luck because. Well, you know, I read that it was originally an error that it wasn't supposed to be that rare, and then they ended up making instead of they thought by making Shiltara. Uh, available a lot more that would just help it drop more, but it's still extremely rare. That stinks. And I, I get it, but I just think it's kind of a waste of time. You know, like, I, I, I've, I have literally found more Whimsy Dale than, yeah. than I can because I can't get the part to go to Whimsy Shire on my own. So yeah. it's kind of like that. Eh. Yeah. And uh, Grimaku has been doing an ongoing fresh meet and greet over on the official forums and uh recently he put together an archive so that you can go see them all i think he was like doing it in like quote unquote seasons so to speak so you, you can go check out all the past ones we'll include a link to that uh, it's still pretty easy to find it on the official diablo 3 uh website and uh oh, this kills me to do this but uh the most recent play your way thursday submission was uh dardor's crafty spirits and no, that isn't a reference to alcohol. No, it's, um, of course, a reference to the witch doctor using spirit-based spells. So, if you don't like Pet Doc and you don't like Jade Harp, well, Jade Harvester is kind of like more spirit-based, right? I don't know. Yeah, Jade Harvester is basically using um, Haunt and Locust Swarm and then, um, what's the one, one called... I don't know. Uh, soul Harvest. Soul Harvest. Oh, right. But, uh, that yeah. spell. That wonderful spell. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, you can, we'll include a link to that. If you are if you are wanting to get your puke on, then you can... Well, I, I guess that wouldn't be puking. That's spirit-related. Uh, but actually, that ties back into the Tavern Talk. Um, like, there was a question. I think it came from Twitch, where they were talking about... Uh, the Twitch chat, that is, that there is a, a offhand for the Witch Doctor. It's like the Queen's Head or something like that, that was supposed to drop in the game. Never, but for some reason it became bugged and never dropped. So they're going to look into that. And 
uh, it seemed like, you know, Wyatt Chang, because he, since he, he loves all classes, but I think he likes the Puke Doctor the most, um, he, he seemed really interested in doing something with a more spirit-based set for the Witch Doctor, so, other than Jade Harvester. So, um, but we've often theorized that microtransactions might come to the game to, you know, monetize, you know, Diablo 3's development. And it's going to possibly happen on the Asian realms. And that makes sense because the way that the Asian realms, well, not the Asian realms themselves, but especially like in Korea, South Korea, that is, the uh, tendency is most people don't have computers in their, in their homes, so they go to banks, which, you know, are like cyber cafes in the United States. Mm -hmm. And it's more of a social thing that they do, uh, you know. It's like, you know, back in the 80s, we would go to the arcades to play games, right, folks? You're, I remember those days. Even the early 90s, I used to still do that. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of like that. I'm young, and I still went to those. <laughs> yeah. So it playing computer games is a social thing for a lot of the for you know the southeast asia market so because of that it kind of works better you know since if you have very limited gameplay and that gameplay actually costs you money you would probably want to make the most of your time so they're they're going to possibly do things like increased experience buffs or you know I, i'm not entirely sure i didn't quite read over it's actually a link to uh, the link that I have is a link to the European Battle.net website. And I believe that the same sentiment that it's not coming to Europe and it's not coming to North America was or was mirrored in North America. So don't have to worry quite yet. I'm still I'm still OK with microtransactions. I would happily pay for maybe a couple more character slots you know, or another mm -hmm. stash. Yeah, I'd be fine with that stuff. I mean, I I love this game so much, and I've put in almost 2,400 hours since the beginning of Diablo. <laughs> so wow. I've gotten my money's worth. So I would not I would not be opposed to, you know, showing Blizzard some love for the game that I'm doing a podcast about. So I, I'm not opposed to it. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, in non specific blizzard news uh since mentioned the crafty spirits build uh leviathan uh he back in when season two or 212 was in the on the ptr and they were testing the seasonal rollover he did a holy hoover crusader and i don't know how many people you know want to play this style but if you want to know all the ins and outs in leviathan's like um he is I don't know what rank he is right now on the hardcore solo leaderboard for Crusaders, but as of, I think, Thursday night? No, Wednesday night on uh, Westmarch Workshop, Nineball was like, so what rank are you? <laughs> and Leviathan, Leviathan was kind of bat, uh, you know, kind of blushed a little bit. He was like, oh, you know, just rank one. <laughs> so he knows his stuff about the Crusader. So you, you can trust his advice. So if you want a different kind of Crusader build, go check it out. We'll include a link to it, his YouTube video. Then Jen tossed in some links here. Uh, one, you've heard his name mentioned before, Matthew Rossi. He's a um, he's a really good author, uh, writer. And he's now over at Blizzard Watch. And they're doing a 
know your lore on the Diablo series because uh, Blizzard Watch. If for those of you not necessarily um, like, if you were, if you're not a WoW Warcraft player, and you probably never went to WoW Insider, they they became well, they were a subsidy of weblogs and then uh, um, not Apple, AOL bought weblogs, and so then conversely they became associated with AOL. Well, AOL killed Joystick and its subs subsidiaries, which was uh, massively in WoW Insider. So, that site went bye-bye, but out of the ashes rose the phoenix known as Blizzard Watch. And it's a community supported uh, through a Patreon website, um, which is the successor to WoW Insider. So, it's, their Patreon's been so successful, they are, they are expanding their scope beyond just Warcraft to Diablo and Starcraft and Heroes of the Storm and eventually the Overwatch. Yeah, you, you can check out that. And Well, anyways, that's besides the point. Matthew Rossi, he was a writer for WoW Insider. Now he's a writer for Blizzard Watch. And he did a Know Your Lore, Diablo's creation story by... And, uh, yeah, he, he like I said, he's a great writer. We've linked to his uh, personal web uh, blog where he discussed the nuances of the lore in Diablo 3 Chocolate and then some of the Reaper of Souls, his impressions of the like uh, the religious overtones and you know like the deeper meaning behind some of the lore in the game. So if you want if you want to brush up on your lore, that he's a great person to look to. So we'll include a link to that article. And a Diablo 3 player reached Paragon level 1000 without dying. I wonder if that. I wonder if that's uh, you know in real life. <laughs> but it must be a hardcore player, so that's pretty darn impressive to go, you know. From yeah, that was just pretty much a seasonal as well too, from season one. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm saying, uh, let's see, gaining a thousand Paragon levels, Diablo yeah, three, you know, so feet, blah blah blah. Yeah, well, it's okay. After switching to his non-season, he's at one thousand. Ah, I see. Right now, but that's still incredibly high because it's um, looks like fifty-four paragons ahead of the next place. So wow, that's pretty. That's pretty incredible, though. Yeah, that's a lot. Although I'm sure he might have been making use of that change to the ex plus experience modifier, as Dat mm -hmm. Mods, who is a very popular uh, monk. Oh, Diablo 3 monk player over on Twitch. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's he's a great guy. I, I mean, with no hesitation, I would say go watch him. He's entertaining. I mean, that that's the main thing, you know. You, it's like I, I've heard this question asked a lot. Why would I want to watch somebody else play a game? Well, one, they're if they're entertaining, <laughs> then of course you're probably going to watch them. But two, his insight on the game is also spot on. And uh, he put together a YouTube video of how to get that 400 billion experience per hour. So we'll include a link to that. 40 billion. 40 bi Did I say million? You said 400 billion. Oh, yeah, that's quite a bit more than 40. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, Was that an exploit thing? <laughs> I wasn't really paying attention to that. I'm well, saying. you know, some people did get banned. So Yeah? Oh, wow. Yeah. But he also has two other guides that we're going to include links to. If you just started off in Season 2, one of your biggest hurdles will probably be Arcane Dust. Other than Forgotten Souls, but that's besides the point. Because 
you'll get Veiled Crystals. <laughs> you'll get them way easier than getting the Arcane Dust. Because yeah, your yellows drop way more. Yep. Um, the gist of his guide is you do you have to do campaign, and this is probably well he's tested it more or less, and this is by far the quickest way to get blue items uh, that you can salvage. I miss those days in the beta when we could just buy them from the vendors and then salvage them, but yeah, that was a long time ago. But uh, you would do the scoundrels quest in Act Five, and um, you unlock his quest, I think, with the second quest in Act 5. So uh, all you have to do is you have to talk to the scoundrel. Whether or not he's your active follower doesn't it doesn't make a difference. And then you'll do his quest. Like uh, You'll select one of the uh, talk options. I forget exactly which one it is. But um, then you'll get prompted like a boss battle. You know, do you want to enter? And you do. Um, biggest thing. Without watching the video, if you don't want to watch the video, I just give you the, you know, the, the, the um, what's the the gist? Yes, the gist or the uh, cliff notes. That's what I was trying to think of. Mm -hmm. um, do not complete that quest. If you do, and he highly stresses this, you will have to reset your quest and then go through the entire campaign to get back to that quest in Act Five. So, do not complete that quest. If you want to have a quick 40 second run, if you're using a demon hunter that can just vault infinitely, um, that, that's how you can easily get it. And the other one might be reusable parts. This is, this is more widely known. You go to Act 5, you can do this in Adventure Mode, you go to the Battlefields of Eternity, and you click on all the armor piles, because there's a lot of them scattered on that battlefield. So. If you guys want an even easier way to get all this stuff without having to worry about any quest completion or anything like that, just farm the gibbering gemstone and you'll get plenty of crafting mats. Because <laughs> <laughs> trust well, me, I got well over a thousand of each one. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you may end up pulling your hair out, but, you know, maybe you're already bald, so you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> so, yeah. And finally, I mentioned it earlier, but like I said, we will include a link to Kuparian's State of Diablo 3. In season two, and uh, yeah, good insight on his part. And I already mentioned the broken crown thing, so there we go. Um, the final thing is uh, I didn't include specific links because is this has been an ongoing thing that DiabloFans.com has been doing. They've been doing um, fan arts, uh, like they've been pulling fan art uh, for like reimaginings of Diablo characters, and like they've done three or four Diablos, like, by different artists. And one Asmodon, and the Mecha Asmodon, or actually I think it's more Steampunk Asmodon, but that, that one's pretty cool. But the Mecha Diablo is amazing. So um, just go to Diablo fans. Uh, as as long as it's within, you know, a week of the show being out, it should still be on their first page. So go check that out. Because that will also include all the individual links. I'll probably just toss it all into our show notes. But, yeah. There you go. So, yeah. And, uh, last show we did not do the, um, heroically random section of the show. <laughs> but. Oh, yeah. I haven't, like I said, I've been kind of on a little hiatus myself. I don't know if, uh, that picked off or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I completely forgot because, um, I. You know, I hadn't been doing the show for a while, and 
we had already gone two hours, and I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. It's like after we closed out the show, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot to talk about that. I haven't really been playing anything other than Diablo and Heroes of the Storm. So, yeah, I don't have much to report on Heroes of the Storm because I've because I'm taking such a focus into Diablo right now, like I'm being competitive with, you know, the leaderboards. I'm just playing co-op right now in Heroes. I oh, uh, for a while I was playing nothing but versus and now it's quick match. But yeah, I my focus is on Diablo, not on Heroes. So, I if you want to play co-op with me, cool. Because, I mean, anybody can, well, at least until they cut it off, can buy the Founders Pack and get into the closed beta. And Heroes is a great game. It really is. And I think it's going to do some great stuff. I, and um, they just need more Diablo representation in that game. So. Yeah. Yeah, my, myself, like I said, I've been playing a lot of Diablo as now, but before Season 2 came out, I was doing quite a bit of different stuff. I uh, A lot of Hearthstone, obviously. I've said that plenty of times. Uh, but I picked up uh, another fun one. I, I still haven't gotten totally into it yet because Diablo came around so fast after I got it, but I picked up uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, oh, yeah. and that's actually awesome. The only thing I don't like so far, but I'll get used to it, is uh, the camera positioning? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just kind of annoying because you have to completely run your camera while walking and looking. Uh, it's just kind of like blah. But you'll get—I'll get used to that, and it'll be fine. But I loved the first two Dragon Ages, so I got it. And I had those on console, but I decided to get this on PC because just better graphics and stuff. And on the PS4, and it was recommended at the PS3, and the Xbox 360 versions were kind of laggy and blah blah blah. So I didn't get those. Uh, but then there's one game that I that's from like 1980 or something like that. I don't know when it was from, but I still play all the time with my buddies. <laughs> and if anyone ever wants to pick it up, it's like a $10 game. I highly recommend if you want to have an awesome game night, um, just doing something different. But Heroes of Might and Magic 3 Complete. Um, it's so, so much fun for a strategic build-your-castle uh, turn-based uh, game. It's awesome. I play it so much. It works through Game Ranger. Uh, if you don't, if you can't, if your computer can't run it on its own, uh, it works great. But you can get it offline for like ten bucks, or go to the store and get Heroes three and four for like ten bucks together in a CD. But yeah, I've been doing a lot of that. You know, I play that when my internet's down too. Blah blah. blah. But I just picked up one more game, and I'm gonna get probably you know made fun of for this one. But I picked up Sims four. <laughs> and it's pretty fun to play with the old lady. So, um, as, but speaking of Sims, I also played a, got back into SimCity a little bit because uh, Mandy likes it a lot. So we've been working on that too. But yeah, but those are what I've been doing. That and uh, you know, outside of gaming, you know, the the TV media, a lot of new shows picking up. We're watching the 100. Um, I know Vikings was starting this week, I think. So I can't wait to see that. And just watched uh, all of Spartacus again. That was fun. But yeah, I mean, that's that's about it. Diablo is taking up my time again, yep. which I'm proud of, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Um, I, I downgraded my DirecTV, um, you know, just to save money where I can. So I no longer get AMC. So I haven't jumped on the second half of this season of The Walking Dead. So it's like, oh. But I'm so busy playing Diablo. It's like... <laughs> It's like my wife is totally cool with me just buying it on iTunes or Amazon and you know yeah I mean two bucks an episode ain't bad yeah. 
it's a lot cheaper than paying for what I was paying. Oh yeah, so. I totally I dropped cable a couple of years ago and went to Netflix, Hulu, and Prime and all that. You know, it's just I mean, fifteen bucks a month to get pretty much everything you get, pay for a hundred worth of commercials, so yeah. or more. You know, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, I don't wow. have anything else I, to add. No, me neither. And that's a two hour, two hour, almost two and a half hour show. Yeah, so. I, I knew it was going to be. A I long think it was one good because I had a novel. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah, and I knew I had a ton of stuff to talk about too, but I tried to make it quick. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of noticed you were like, uh, you were like truncating your thoughts a little bit, and trying to get through <laughs> yeah. it because you knew I had a lot to talk about. So. Yeah, I just figured you know we'd be. I actually got some more things we're doing tonight after the show yet going out, and you know I could talk forever, yep. me and you especially. Oh yeah, so for sure. But yes, you have been listening to episode 76 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. If you missed an episode, you can find the show blog and listen to the show archives over at ShatteredSoulstone.com. While there, why not join our community forums and talk with other listeners? (laughs) Just click on the community forums button at the top of the site. If you do want to join us in game, which I highly encourage, if you're at least in North America, but we also have a a European contingency, um... You can join our in-game community, aptly named Shattered Soulstone. Feel free to post short missives up on the community board and join the chat channel. That's in the community thing. To talk with other folks from the community in-game, this show is powered by you, the listeners, so please send in your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulstone.com. But I think the easiest way to communicate with us is through Twitter. Come join and tweet with us. You can find the show Twitter at Shattered Stone. I am at Nevik James. Jen is at Queen of Haiku. Brazia is under a lot of snow. Oh, wait, no. The underscore Brazia. Mm-hmm. And our fourth musketeer is at Lantonio. We would like to extend a huge thank you to Medros of Dawnforge Productions for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows from the Dawnforge at thedawnforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at the Shattered Soulstone, including... Brazier and Jen, who couldn't un- unfortunately not join us tonight. Well, I got more legendary gems to to level up, so I'm, I got to get to that. <sighs> I'm gonna go gibbering for that gemstone again. Not looking forward to it. Maybe tonight I'll get it my first try. Yeah, <laughs> what, that would be so troll, of Blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be totally naughty. <laughs> This podcast is copyright 2015 Dawn Forge Productions. Thank you for listening. Check us out at thedawnforge.com.